Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottles, and the boom shakalakas, baby. I am the captain. We are the sports brew. Chilling down here on a throwdown Thursday, hanging out in the basement, having a good old time, man. Throwing a little Skype party, rounding up the crew. That's right. Enjoying some tasty beverages. Thankfully, the beverages are much better than that Saints-Cowboys game. Thanks a lot, Cowboys. (laughs) Swear, dude. Actually, it's more like, thanks a lot, New Orleans. Thanks a lot, Saints. Thanks, y'all. How? Yeah. Like, for real? For real? How do we lead out of the gate with the Saints getting the fail horn? Seriously? That's what you did? That's what you did? Oh, I didn't mean to double fail horn you, but actually, it's kind of appropriate anyway. I was going to give him the Shannon drop. How do you fuck that up? How do you fuck that up? Although, to be fair, Dallas does deserve a lot of credit for that. That was that was a gut check win, man. But uh, before we get all into that, let's be real. Let's get everybody in. We got some CFP to celebrate, some Thanksgiving to raise a glass to, good times with family and friends, certainly some football and good weekend for it, some ugly games, some good stuff, and a lot of things to look forward to. Playoff races tightening up, CFP action, little college basketball fun. Yeah, it's going to be good times, man. First and foremost, let's get him in here proper, dude. Yeah, let's see. The one and only D-Stat. That's right. Who I'm sure has some betting action for us. <laughs> you ready to hit your cue, brother? Yes, sir. All right, man. Three, brew and fun, baby. Woo! <laughs> All right, serious question for you, man. Serious question for you. That Eagles-Giants game, which, for the life of me, I really thought the Giants were going to put them away, man. What What's the deal with taking Saquon Barkley out in the second half? Well, okay, they didn't really take him out, but they barely... I mean, what, did he get five touches? He was in on 21 snaps? What the hell was that? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I <laughs> my wife can certainly... Uh, happily jump on and tell you how furious i was that because yeah there's a big difference between like games you, like you wish your team had won like you right. believe they had a chance i mean that that was their game that was their game to to win and ended up being their game to lose and then there's just no reason for it they dominated the first half kudos i'll, I'll say that the kudos to the eagles for right the, a very solid like drive right before halftime to make it a one score game mm-hmm. and so that, that was there but still the giants should have had all the momentum you know barkley was just you know, running down the throats, and they just completely took the foot off the, the, the gas, and uh, just baffling. I mean, that that's if it. I mean, my 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 biggest thing would be if for any reason Barkley was hurt, right? And you sure as hell can't be using him as a decoy. So that I mean that that get him the fuck off the field. But if he's not hurt, then what are you doing? Giving him five touches in the second half, uh, just infuriating. Um, I, I, I don't know, just embarrassing 300 346 yards in the first half three yards in the third quarter seriously yeah i get it i mean it it just no that that one was just bizarre you know draft positioning i don't i mean how else do you argue that it just doesn't it just doesn't make sense yeah i I don't know that that was that's the proverbial head scratcher you know what i mean yeah Oh, yeah. going, going into it, cer- certainly expected this. You know, with the way that this Eagles team obviously is a, a shell, shell of what they were uh, to win the Super Bowl last year. Um, that's the Giants had every 
every opportunity to be in this game. And I mean, the way they started, I mean, yeah, I mean, they're, they dominated. They freaking dominated the first, you know, quarter and a half. Um, like I said, kudos to the Eagles for, for making a one score game by halftime, but still Giants should have had all the momentum. And then they're just like, ah, we're just not going to show for the nah, second half. Nah, no big deal. Nah, whatever. <laughs> anyway, well, yeah, as I've said before, I, I couldn't care less about the idea of, you know, if they were going to win out the rest of the games and all that nonsense. Yeah, no, I, I hear you. stuff. Just what, what, one week at a time. One week Show at a good. time, man. Should have, yeah, coulda, woulda, didn't. We'll circle back around to that one because I think there's a few more oh, things yeah. to talk about with that. And surprisingly, I think there's a couple of things that we need to acknowledge and give the Giants and Saquon Barkley some credit for. Uh, <laughs> so we'll circle back around to that one. But let's get everybody in just for good measure. Got to do it, man. Got to do it. Oh, Shannon, what's going on, brother? The old Twitter <laughs> Terminator, man. As I we think Texas... Texas A&M LSU just went to another overtime. Yeah, I would. I'd, I'd buy that for a dollar. My God, I think the only game I felt that was longer was that uh, World Series game that went to like five o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I don't think that was ever going to end. Good they Lord. played a doubleheader that night. Yeah, flash morning. Yeah. Oh. And by the way, to the person who gave me the wrong news on the Avengers trailer dropping last on Black Friday, screw you. That's probably Jalen Ramsey giving out wrong. He's been about everything this year. That's probably him. <laughs> trash. Trash. <laughs> trash. Trash. <laughs> trash. Oh, my God. That's crazy. What You know what? On the bright side, at least you have the Colts lighting some things up, make a little comeback, man. That little that little that little dipsy do at the end that uh, Andrew Luck did, man, dip through, throw that thing. What was it? Uh, Chester Rogers set up that field yeah. goal. That's yeah. quality right there, buddy. That's quality, I mean, bro. I, I want to get excited, but l- let's look at the teams we beat. Are we you beat telling me Buff- is this is this like post vasectomy with the frozen bag of peas? You want to get excited, but <laughs> but <laughs> but let's just keep in mind that it's Buffalo, Oakland, Jacksonville, Tennessee, Miami, who we've beaten in the five game winning streak. That's all right. Hey, you can only play, you know, the team that's in front of you, man. It's what's what the schedule is. I hear you. you I know? hear you. But and they've built some positive momentum. They've done some good things, you know, and luck luck's been playing well. The line's been blocking. Well, uh, he got sacked in the Miami game. It was the first time he was sacked in, I think six games. Yeah. Five or six. It's, um, it's been a minute, but for the love of God, can we please stop throwing the ball to Andrew Luck? You're going to get the man <laughs> Dude, killed. I thought he retired as a wide receiver. What the hell was that? I mean, I think Jacoby Brissett's trying to get back into the starting quarterback role. Cause Did he, you see he, how high he threw that damn ball? Oh, yeah. Hey. He's like, let me throw this up a little high so Andrew gets popped right in the ribs. Come on, man. You can't, you can't be doing that to Andrew Luck. If you're going to throw it to him, at least stick it to him in the chest. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or or throw it at his neck beard. Try to hit him in the beard, right? He doesn't need to be skying up. Come on, man. That's like asking for trouble. That's yeah. that that's the Patriot and Jacoby Brissett coming back out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Anyway, well, that's another one we'll circle back around to just for good measure because uh, I'm not ready to go dark horse on him yet. But uh, I think they're, you know, they're sniffing. They're, you know, they're, they're sniffing at the back door, buddy. They're there. Yeah, they're over 500. I didn't think they'd get there this year. So. No, no, no. Andrew Luck's been on point. Uh, what does he have, like three three plus touchdowns in like seven or eight straight games? Eight yeah, games? It's a, it's a ridiculous like streak. I'll double check that when we circle back around to that one. But it, that that's a hell of a streak. And you can talk about, you know, a soft schedule all you want. You still got to win it. 
uh, and you still got to produce. You got to get it done. And quite frankly, those, those stretches set you up for the more difficult things. You get, you know, attitude, belief, momentum, and then you know you just got to knuckle through some of the tougher games. But you know, you got to handle business. You got to handle your business when you should, right? Yeah. And then, and then you go from there. Use that as a platform to launch. And for a team that is trending up, that's what you want to do, as opposed to finding ways to blow it, um, like the Packers or like the Redskins. Uh, granted, Alex Smith's injury is a large part of that, but there's a team that's just like, eh, let's just give it a full Red Hot Chili Peppers. Let's just give it away. You know what I mean? Full deal. Anyway. <clears throat> barf. Big bags of barf buckets. Speaking of barf buckets, how about those San Francisco 49ers, Randy? Woo! <laughs> uh, don't get me started on that. Dude. I just, that team is right now is just, uh, I don't know. I, I don't want the first pick in the draft, but that looks like where we're yeah, heading. Yeah, you do. So. <laughs> at this point, yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, you do. Or just at least. A superstar it, wide receiver, I'll be happy. Look. It's kind of a. Look, it, it, we've talked about it before. If you're going to suck, go ahead and suck. Once they lost yeah. Garoppolo, you knew the season was going to be a little bit weird, a little bit choppy, and they're they're devoid of of they don't have enough. You know what I mean? You know they're rebuilding, and they're, they're trying to use Garoppolo as like really the focal point of that, and go from there. They need more pieces. So if he's done, with obviously he was done for the year, but you know once he's once he's done for the year, man, it, that's the Rams division. You know, I mean, flat out, and I think Seattle's going to be the wild card. Well, I think Seattle stands a great chance of being a wild, one of the wild card teams. Great chance of being one of the wild card teams because their schedule is conducive to it. Because they, da da, they have San Francisco twice uh, before the year's done. So and Arizona and Arizona. So uh, sets up pretty well for them. By the way, how how amazing is it that Seattle completely owns Carolina? It's amazing. It's amazing. I, I, I want to say they've won five of six or six of seven, and they've beaten them like three straight down there. It's just it's nuts to me. Uh, Russell Wilson, I, go ahead. That dude just runs for his life. Sorry, Mark. Go ahead. Oh, you're good. I was just saying, Russell Wilson looks like he's running for his life, like every time, and he just, I don't know, man. Like the Redskins have to be kicking themselves back in 2012 when they traded all those picks for RG3 when they could have gotten oh, Russell sure. Wilson. Relative hometown kid. Yeah, it would have been a great yeah. story. Yeah, they could have got him in the second or third round. I mean, they could have, and they didn't. They, they they probably would have ruined him too. <laughs> I mean, you know what? That's probably a good point right there. I mean, honestly, Russell, be glad uh, they didn't take you. Yeah, that's oh. that's, that's a yeah. He probably should be that organization, man. I swear, that's a you know. I grew if I hadn't grown up with them, like I I just don't know how I could possibly like that organization. You know what I mean? I just I don't think I could, but I have that childhood attachment to them, and uh, it's just it, it's hanging on not not by a ton, but it's hanging on, and I, I do enjoy when they do well. But that is one in, just infuriating organization, man. They really are, and I swear they're snake bit. They got to get out of that damn stadium. They really they got to get out of that. They got to build something. They got to go back to D.C. Go back to D.C., man. Get the hell out of that weird you know suburban hit hole i mean what is it on the burial ground get the hell out of there man just, just <laughs> in the middle of nowhere yeah that sucks man i hate that stadium uh, ugh. we can talk about dan snyder all we want but anyway let's move i, I don't want to spend a whole bunch of time because uh, i'm gonna start thinking about freaking McNabb and albert hainsworth <laughs> oh, no. all these people that i hate it's just gonna it's just not good dude it's not good 
It's not good. Therapy session here in a minute. Yeah, and in honor of, uh, I tell you what, man, in honor of Gronk's second touchdown this year, which is an amazing thing to consider, quite honestly. Although he's been injured, fair point. But in honor, you know, uh, uh, Lindy's going to be two for two, right? Two two Gronk touchdowns this year. Two Lindy appearances on the Sports Brew. All right, (laughs) look at that. That's pretty equitable, man. (laughs) Oh, Lindy, what's happening, man? Not much, guys. How you been? Good. You know, en- enjoying life, as they say. You know, having a good old time, dude. Having a good, good old dude. time. Oh, I, I just out of curiosity, just out of curiosity, because obviously we don't get a lot of the. We're all fairly, you know, mid Atlantic or Southern, uh, and we have a lot of other teams that kind of dominate the airwaves. But just out of curiosity, are people shoveling dirt? Like on sports radio up there, are people trying to shovel dirt on Brady yet? No, not no? not okay. quite. I mean, Boston sports radio. There's we're one of the few places in the country that have at least two full time FM sports radio stations, mm-hmm. and you know they're twenty four seven, and they they got two guys that bounce back and forth between the two different radio stations, and uh, uh, they right for the Boston Globe. Yeah. And they are the the doom doomsayers around town and they're you know anytime Brady slips up they're they're breaking down game film and pointing out you know missed throws and this and that but they don't want to talk about the fact that the offensive line has been trash this year and they've had some injuries and they're just now getting healthy so I say December is going to be their usual. They're going to. What are you going? Right are you going Lexus commercial on me? Is it December to remember? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> no, but yeah, when they get healthy in December and they're not on the other 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 direction, they yeah. uh, they usually pull through. Yeah. So. Well, I I I I hope that Gronk can stay on the field. Uh, the back yeah, end of the he year. um he came off the injury report yesterday, yeah. and then he was limited in practice today. So we'll see. Well. I, I just think he's at the point. They just they had to, you know you got to manage him the right way. And, yeah, uh, and actually up here while you were talking about shoveling dirt on Brady, the the noise on Gronk has been louder. That I, that's uh, uh, pretty common of both across both radio yeah. stations, all the newspapers and the three cable channels. So yeah, they're uh, they're they're concerned that this is probably the last ride with Gronk. Yeah, well, at some point his body may betray him, and he's probably on the you know, on the cusp of that. And it's not, yeah. it's not for lack of trying, but I mean, it, you know, if you have back problems and, and certain, you know, whether it's injuries or degenerative conditions, yep. look, you know what it is? It's just football. It takes a yeah. toll on It's just football. It takes a toll on you. He's a, he's a big dude. He gets hit like crazy. Um, he's, you know, I mean, he's taking a pounding. So, you know, he's young enough that I'd like to believe he's got several years left, but he's one of those guys you look at and you go, he's not quite what he was. You know he can he still flashes that, uh, yeah. and he and he's still he's still tremendous. But you you kind of you, you kind of realize that it's it's coming sooner than you expected. But I don't know. We'll see how it goes. He's been smart with his money, which I think people are always surprised. The other yeah. thing too but, is uh, last off season when he was dealing with injuries and mm-hmm. stuff, uh, he started hanging out with the Hollywood guys and uh, like. He's friends with The Rock now, so oh, I I bet. would totally expect to see him yes. banging out action movies. This I time can next absolutely year if he quit. see that dude. I, I mean, he's likable. You know what I mean? He's likable. He's he's yep. got kind of a sunny disposition and and kind of that fun energy to him. I'm not saying yep. he's going to be doing like 
you know, the Gronk father or anything like super serious, right? I'm not saying that. He'll be in something corny like the Expendables yeah. 7. Yeah, yeah, the Expendables part 80, you know. Yep. Uh, how many people, I mean, how, um, God, Howie Long did some stuff. That's not who, who I'm really thinking of, but, you know, a lot of guys transitioned and had some success, yeah. you know, and I could totally see him doing that and being good at it. I'm not saying he's going to be, you know, superstar crazy fantastic level actor but i think that you know if they can get him in the right position and unless his acting chops totally suck i think in the entertainment industry yeah he's he's got some future likable dude yeah and i would totally i would totally do a party tour with that guy no ifs ands no ifs ands rents out the grok bus for I, uh I parties around here I would, there is, dude, if I won the lottery for whatever reason, man, I would totally haul my ass up there and rent out the, the freaking Gronk party bus. I'd bring, yeah, I should come on up, we'll rent out the Gronk bus and go on a brewery tour. Oh my God. How great would that be? Are you kidding? Oh, be crazy. Oh, that would be fun. Oh, that would be so good. That'd be or so good. a dispensary tour now that, yeah. you know, Massachusetts has it. Oh, hey, geez. hey! Look, glo- I I don't know if I have glaucoma, but it's all preventative at this point. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Ooh, buddy. Anyway, all right. So let's circle back on a couple of things because we have some CFP to get to. Obviously, we had uh, a lot of conference championship games coming up, but I wanted to tie a button on a couple of games since we talked about them earlier, just to go ahead and, and square that away and, and get those off the table. Uh, back to the Giants and the Eagles. Um, I told Mark, I told you there was a couple of news and notes I wanted to, to bring up because I think they are very relevant. I mean, obviously, we had a lot of debate and a lot of discussion, and this is going to continue for a while as Eli kind of has his sunset tour, um, however long that's going to be, this year, next year, uh, who knows. But all the, all the debates about did they make the right call with Saquon Barkley. But a couple things I want to bring up. Okay, so in the past 10 seasons, do you know how many 50... 50-yard rushing touchdowns the Giants have had in the past 10 years? I think there was one. Three. <laughs> Three. Three. You know, you know how many have, they've had this year? All Saquon Barkley, of course. Oh, that's right. Um, is it three or four? Three. Yeah. Three. Three in the past 10 years, and then three by Barkley this year. So, And Saquon, by the way, is the first rookie since Adrian Peterson with three 50-yard rushing touchdowns. So it's a strong start. I mean, we you know you can talk, you can criticize their offense, you can criticize their offensive line. He's produced, he's been productive. I think the I think it's very clear that the upside is there. Obviously, with running backs, you, you can get in the contract and you can get in how long their career is going to be. But you know, if you get a guy like that right, then that's a building block. You know, they obviously have to replace Eli. We know that, uh, and we'll see how they how they handle that going forward. But you know, Saquon looks legit, dude. Flat out looks legit. He um, looks unbelievably legit. Anybody yeah. who hasn't had a chance to watch him, I hope they get a chance before the season's over. Yeah. Um, as we've said before, I, I, it's a fine line moving forward for the rest of the season because obviously I, I don't want to see them coming anywhere close to running to the ground for no reason. Um, right. So yeah, we'll see what well, that's like the rest of the season. Uh, nothing play, what play for. Eli's contract situation after this year? You know, I, mean, I, I should probably know that. I don't. Um, I, I was kind of going with the, my rule of thumb going into the season was we probably had two more, two more seasons with him. And, and I, I, won't. I genuinely, I was pretty on board with everybody who was pretty exhausted of the way he was looking the first few weeks of the season. But I, I'm actually pretty pleased with what I've seen the last few weeks. So I, I, my personal hope is I'd like to see him for one more season. 
Uh, I don't know how likely it is. Um, and I, I don't know how many Giants fans are still still with me on that. But um, I think that it, it, at first it seemed like it was just the offensive line. And then I feel like you know, middle games, it was like, all right, well, something's just not there anymore. But I think he's 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 been pretty solid the last few games. And I mean, I, 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 the game plan was what the, you know, my problem with why they fell apart against the Eagles. It wasn't Eli. It sure as hell wasn't Barkley. It was just the game plan. Mm-hmm. Just baffling. So, well, I mean, twenty three point two million next year. Okay, wow, that's, and that's a, the final year of his contract. Yep, that's some coin, how much, buddy. How much do they eat? What's his dead cap? Six point two. That's tolerable. Yeah, no, it is. Cool. But you know, you figure it depending on where they end up in the draft order. And I, I'm not terribly familiar with all the you know the quality of this quarterback class. I don't think people view it particularly as super strong, but. You know, you never quite know what you're going to get anyway. So if he's back, if he's back, <laughs> and you get somebody in on the cheap, you know what I mean? Maybe he has a swan song. Maybe that's this year. We'll see. I think some of that might depend on what Pat Shermer wants to do. But if you look at the team and you say he's not the biggest problem, and you identify the offensive line or some other you know, team issues, roster issues as, as large, a larger issues than him. And, but you know, you need to transition. Then you plan for that and you work for it. That, or you have to say, you know, we just have to rip the bandaid off and say goodbye. And that way people don't talk about it. You know what I mean? It's done. We know we got to replace right. him, but it's done. So you, you either rip the bandaid off or you let the guy finish the, finish his contract out, you know, but at least with him there, if you draft somebody, you're not pressed into playing somebody, you know, unless he's just total garbage. And yeah. then, then, then you can make that transition. I don't know. It, I, I'll be very curious to see how they handle it. But I, I you know, Saquon. I, I think they got Saquon right. It's like we had that discussion about Van Der Esch and the Cowboys. And you talk about Calvin Ridley, and obviously the Cowboys ended up trading for Cooper. But you look at at what you know Van Der Esch and how good that defense has really developed over the course of the season. I mean, look look what they did to the Saints. Maybe that's a maybe that's a down game from Breeze and the Saints, but. The defense really stepped up. So then you kind of evaluate it in a different context, and you go, okay, that pick, we can criticize it, but it makes sense in the context of what the team needed and what they're doing. And Saquon Barkley, if he is what he appears to be, and he's going to be a top five-ish level running back, you know what I'm saying? They got that right. Period. Oh, absolutely. They got it right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah. then you hope that they can, if you're a Giants fan, you hope that they can get their quarterback right like they did with that. That's that's always dicey because, you never, again, you never really know. Um, yeah. Not that you ever know with anybody in the draft, <laughs> but um, if they can do that, I mean, you think, and I know, Shannon, we were talking about teams that stink and blowing it up. Same thing with you, Randy. And this, this was part of what I meant to tie it into. Think about how different the Browns are. And they blew a lot of drafts and they messed up a lot of things. They sure as hell did. But look at the young core of that team, whether it's the wide receivers, whether it's Baker Mayfield, whether it's, you know, Chubb. I mean, they've got some really, really good young talent on that team, and it's starting to show. Yeah. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. if, if you're going to have to transition, you're going to have to take it in the chin for a couple of years, which the Giants have. If you can draft right, you're going to get out of that hole. The Seahawks did it. You know, Cleveland looks like they're doing it. Um, that, I mean, that's how you climb out of that that the pit of football hell. You got to draft right, you know. And and they got Barkley right. The Cowboys got Vanderesh right. The Cow, uh, the Giants got Barkley right. And, and you just kind of kind of go from there. But look, a couple other things from this game. Uh, oh, I we're did, gonna grab it real quick. Say one more thing about Barkley. Yeah, absolutely, dude. 
and kind of re- reiterating because I, I spoke about it once before, like, like uh, last week, week before. But I mean, again, anybody who has a chance to see him, I, I hope you find a way to beyond just highlights. And because I mean, every time he touches the ball, <laughs> you look at it and like, there's a chance. And again, he's doing he's doing this with an extremely subpar offensive line. Uh, I, I reiterate what uh what Bill Simmons uh, said that I thought was mm-hmm. fantastic, which you know, a he he doesn't like admitting being wrong, but I mean he, he completely fully admitted that he was wrong in thinking that the Giants, you know, as, as many others thought, that they should not have drafted him, that he didn't draft a running or quarterback. Um, he went completely opposite and said, look, I, I don't like admitting I'm wrong, but I couldn't have been more wrong after watching Barkley the first several weeks of the mm-hmm. season. Uh, it's like watching LT and Barry Sanders, you know, molded into one. He genuinely believes that he could be a top five running back of all time. Look, you don't know. be going skip Bayless oh. on me, dude. That's a little too much gloss. But I said could. I'm yeah. not saying going to be, but it's a, That's a lot of could. gloss. I, I don't, he's not wrong for that. He absolutely could be at that level. Yes, it's a it's a ways before we see if that, that comes true. But his his stature, I I don't see him getting hurt easily. He's definitely made like a you know brick wall. Oh, he's got um, tree trunks for legs. I mean, he does. And so, yeah, I just I I, I absolutely it was a pick I wanted to see them make, and I didn't think that it was just like oh let's get flashy. I was tired of not having a running game. Yeah. It's so long since the Giants had a decent running Side game. note. You build, build up a little bit of an offensive line, and mm-hmm. that, that's going to have some nasty seasons ahead. Are we going to look back at this past draft class? And to me, it feels like we got a lot of really good running backs this year. Yep. Yeah. I mean, my goodness. And isn't it amazing that, you know, think just Chubb and um, Sony Michelle. God, I mean, God bless. Mm-hmm. Oh, and. <laughs> They were behind Gurley at Georgia, by the way. All three in the same backfield. Oh, my God. I mean, that is just – that is mind-boggling. Yeah, This is mind-boggling. And and for those Saturday, you're going to watch a kid that they think is better than all three of them, DeAndre Swift. That's a hell of a name for a running back. Yeah. Kid is ridiculous. Mm, mm Mm-mm-mm. There were a couple of moments in that game, and, and again, I, I'm not going to dump on Eli on this one. Um, they did have that one missed, could have been a touchdown throw late. Um, I know Odell was arguing for some defensive PI. They didn't call it, and he ended up kicking a field goal to tie it up 22-22. But, I, you know, I, I still think when I walk walk away from this game, my biggest criticism is just just the level of usage for Barkley in the second half. It just doesn't make a lot of sense. And I know Pat Shermer was talking about, hey, you know, we're not holding tryouts in this, you know, for the team. We're trying to win every week. And, you know, you're, you're saying that, but watching the second half, it sure as hell didn't feel like that, dude. You know, it, it just – that was a bizarre thing. That was a bizarre thing to me. And I don't, I don't know how many touches he had in the first half, but in the second half, given the way that that first half went, 21 snaps, five touches was completely not enough. All just, I know – all I look, dude, <laughs> if that was Bristol Palin, I bet Saquon Barkley wouldn't have been pulled out. Oh, no. You know what I'm saying? No. They would have... Oh, they damn. They would have finished that one off. Jesus. Mark that I'll one. Just, I'm just that saying, for nine, nine rushes for 94 yards in the first half, and the dude gets four rushes in the second half. It's I mean, not enough, man. Nah. Not enough. Because uh, what is it? One drive he had like a I don't know twenty six or something this yard run, and then he finished that drive off with a touchdown reception. I think, yeah. you know, it just it just strange to me. If if you're really trying to win the game, I understand not overusing the guy, but that just didn't that just didn't seem to make a ton of sense. Um, 
But you're fighting for your playoff life. I mean, well, if, the if, Eagles if the are. Kid, if the kid's the guy that, if he's the guy that's keeping you in it, you need to get him 20 rushes. Like, like we talked about Philly last week, mm-hmm. not getting enough rushes in the game. We said, well, if they start giving about 20 to, to the kid Adams. I think is what his name yeah, is. Yeah, Adams. And yeah. they gave him 22 rushes this yep. week. Lo and behold, guess what happens? Mm-hmm. They got it done. They, they listened done. to the sports brew and they yeah. won a game. Thank God, <laughs> somebody does. That's good. oh uh also by the way odell beckham jr passed uh frank gifford for second most receiving yards in franchise history that's a name i hadn't heard in a while good old frank rolling over in his grave and uh, yeah and eli manning fourth ever with 14 straight 3,000 yard passing seasons how about that that little bit of gloss and a little bit of love is for you, Mark, because that's probably the end of your what you're going to get this year. I'll tell you all good night. <laughs> <laughs> that's all, folks. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, side note, side note: uh, the Giants have lost nine of nine of their last ten with the Eagles. That is absolutely incredible. Dang, that is an incredible run. I, I wouldn't, off the top of my head, I know the Giants have had a rough stretch. I wouldn't have guessed that. Just wouldn't have guessed that. But it's you know it's indicative of of where they're at. But anywho, Mark, any uh, any kind of top thoughts? We obviously have to get on to some other stuff. But no, I'll take care of it for me. Okay, cool. Do we want to hit some CFP now? We want to wait a little bit. Let's just go ahead and knock it out. Okay, Um, CFP stuff. So uh, (laughs) we can't talk about college football. (laughs) There's no way that we can talk about college football this week. Without and I know we got conference championship games coming up, but without talking about Texas A and M and LSU, oh I mean that game was completely obscenely ridiculous. That that was the proverbial video game game in real life. Seven OTs, all kinds of numbers, all kinds of ridiculous catches and plays. You know those guys had to be so gassed at the end of that. <laughs> oh my god! Dude. Um, side note: If you're at Orgeron, if you're an LSU fan, do you feel totally hosed by how some of the end regulation end of that game went? Yes. Yes, absolutely. And mm-hmm. I will, uh, you know, I'm looking at my notes here. The mm-hmm. second and 10 with 38 seconds left when he fumbles the snap and his knee hits mm-hmm. the ground, that's the correct call. That one I have no issue with. They got it right. LSU fans, yes, you got the interception, but they got the call right. My biggest issue was the fourth and 18 when it looked like the dude got like 17 yards hit the ground and then rolled over and the officials gave him the spot when he rolled over. It's like, dude, this ain't the pros. <laughs> like, I can't believe LSU didn't call a timeout or ask for a measurement or something. a replay or something. Stop. They like, were just doing fire drills, man. Stop dropping. Roll over. Let's go. I mean, like just watching it live, I was like, oh, well, that's the game. And then like they just kept running up to the line. I'm like, they're not going to measure this. <laughs> And you watch the replays, and it's at best it was seventeen and a half yards. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't even close to. I know, quote unquote, the line's not the first down, but technology has gotten it pretty darn good at this pretty point. Pretty darn good. And so, so what you're saying is that it was at least worth a measurement, even if, regardless of what we're seeing on TV, it's at least worth a measurement. It's you worth the I mean? measurement, to, to and that. with the measurement, you're going to get the replay to make sure they right. have the correct spot. You know they're going to double check that, and that that's where LSU should have just called a timeout, asked for the measurement, just something. 
mm-hmm. instead of just trying to scramble their guys. And the other thing in in regulation, which is everybody probably forgot about, they got a ball to the 18 yard line, and mm-hmm. it was three seconds left. And you know, college, you get the first down; it's a quick stop of the clock, right. and then they restart it. Well, it looked like when he went to spike it, that it was on zeros, but it must've been on like 0.1 before it hit zero when he hit the spike, because it was so stinking close. And I I thought for sure that they were not going to get that second back. And they did. And this was the classic, you know, everybody made the joke, the old Buffalo wild wings joke. You know what (laughs) I mean? This was the classic example of, of, of that commercial come to life. We just needed a sprinkler to, you know, pop up and, you know, spoiler alert on some people, but it was incredible. That was an incredible game. And, and I, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, it was thirty-one to thirty-one when it went to overtime. Side note: Major Cajones and I mean, kudos to Mond, buddy. Good, oh, gracious, yeah. and also uh, Rogers. That dude made some ridiculous freaking catches. That, that the, there's one I, I don't remember if this was an overtime. I, I, there's so many different big plays in this game, and Rodgers had a whole bunch of them kind of late. Yeah, but that yeah. one-handed catch in the end zone with the with the DB all over him was absolutely filthy. Yeah, that was sure. in the third overtime. That was it was, it was incredible. I mean, it was the filthiest one of the filthiest catches I've ever seen. Yeah, when you when you do the year in review for college football, that like that has to go down. Like, if, I don't know, top ten, top tw- certainly top twenty, but arguably a top ten ish level play. But that catch was ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous, man. It was a points party, dude. Highest scoring game in FBS history, one hundred forty six, a seven overtimes tied for the most in FBS history, and the first game in AP poll history where both teams scored 70-plus points. Look, I think I said it in the sports room chat, dude. I loved that game. Dear God, never bring college overtime rules to the NFL. Please do no. not do that. You no. will you will ruin no. fantasy football for everybody. <laughs> but, and, 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 you know, and I'm okay with a tie. I'm okay with a tie. I, mean, I was watching one show. I, I want to say it's um, College Football Final, and I think it was Desmond Howard, but I might be wrong about the player. No, no, it's not Desmond. Do you remember who's on? Anyway, one of the guys they were talking about when they played, and I think one of the guys is Jesse Palmer. And yeah, Jesse Palmer and uh, oh shoot, Joey Galloway. It's yeah, there. Thank you. It was Joey Joey Galloway, not Desmond Howard. Uh, it was Joey Galloway, and they were talking about you know when they played in overtime, and, and Galloway said something like, "Oh, we just you know we could have we we could tie when I was still playing. You know what I mean? We just got out of there." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I laughed. Oh, but uh, yeah, it, it's nuts. But you know, I, I can empathize a little bit with the LSU, you know, crowd. That that's a that's a tough L right there, buddy. But what it, it what robbed, what it a robbed thriller! Them of the New Year's Day Six game. I mean that, yeah. that it was a yeah, ten win season, likely. ten win season. Uh, one of the major bowls, and uh, Texas A and M leapfrogged them in the division. Mm-hmm. With that win, so I mean LSU finishes third in their that division, and prob I don't I didn't even see the rankings this week, but they're probably still ahead of Texas A and M at this point, I would imagine. So look, we we not only did we get a thrilling regulation, a thrilling seven OT like debacle, we also got football fisticuffs with 
LSU Director of Player Development, Kevin Falk, absolutely developing somebody's face with his fist post-game, man. <laughs> I mean, just incredible. Number First of all, first of all, first of all, and this guy, you know, we heard a lot of this banner and chatter and all that kind of stuff with fights breaking out. Dude, if you if you punch somebody with Parkinson's, you're an asshole. <laughs> you're an absolute asshole. Kudos to Kevin yep. Falk for going in there and being like, nah, man. <laughs> nah, throwing down, nah. dude. Yep. You can't be doing that, bro. No, nah, man. That, that, that's somebody. Kevin Falk, by the way, I don't know if you guys remember him from college. Hey, he hey. was sick. Can we say he yeah. falked him up? <laughs> can, we, can we do that? See what you did there. Can we do that? Uh, See what you did there. <laughs> now, he was sick in college, by the way. Yeah. He was really good. But yeah, that that's a dude you want on your on your side, and yeah. the the alleged Alleg- allegedly poor poor portrayer is the nephew of Jimbo Fisher, and that's just a really bad look for Texas A and M. Jimbo Fisher, that that dickhead man, just go sit your bitch ass down because you didn't do anything in that game. Kevin Fox just protecting his guy. Yeah. Who's got he's looking out, disease. man. He's looking out. He's looking out. Yeah, and that, you know, good on Fox, man. Good on him. Fuck on yeah! Him for having this guy's back, makes me think of Jimmy John's commercials. What what is it that that they say? Freak yeah! They're like freak yeah! You know, you know they really want to say a different f word, but they're using that as a substitute. And I'm just like, yeah, hey, fuck yeah, f- fuck yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> it's like it's maybe a completely random aside, but uh, last night I was watching um uh, some college basketball, and it was right at the end of the game. It was a one point mm-hmm. game. Um, I'm terrible. I'm blanking on the team right now. It was uh, Florida State, mm-hmm. uh, Florida State, and uh, Purdue. And Purdue had been winning for most of the second half, but Florida State battled back greatly and uh, got to like the next last possession. I'm pretty sure it's these two teams. I mean, I'm crazy, but anyway, it was a game that was like that. And um, somebody got off the rebound that, that could have basically ended the game. And so the guy's going for a foul, and it's a hard foul. And he kind of swings at him a little bit out of reaction and. Mm-hmm. First off, A, they're right next to uh, one of the benches. The coaches do a phenomenal job of just holding everybody back. But honestly, like they're not even trying to. Because, you know, I mean, immediate you know, technical if you come off the bench. So they're all staying back. And I think even the players that were involved, like, didn't start fighting. And everybody got themselves to the benches. I was like, that's it's great to see. Because, God, I mean, it's, it's, it's just sad how many times games can, you know, get screwed up by these. Ridiculous fights over nothing. I know it's not exactly exact same scenario, of course, right. but uh, but I just I, I hate seeing that kind of stuff that happens. So it's, I'm glad when you can see like collegiate athletes are like, you know what, it's not worth it. It's not worth you know screwing my team over. Let's move on to see another day. Sometimes it's, it's what you got to do. It's a yeah. smart thing. Oh, now I was going to say, I was, exactly. <laughs> you uh, you lack discipline. <laughs> <laughs> gotta have that discipline, baby. Gotta have that oh, discipline. I wasn't say, gonna say that LSU to A and M. It just barely snuck over the over total. Just barely, barely, so, barely. That was, that was good. Barely. That was good. Uh, yeah, well, you know, 48 They just wanted to go and outdo that uh, Rams Chiefs game, man. Just for good measure. <laughs> <laughs> it was Purdue and Florida State. Good call, D stat. Nice. Okay. Good job, man. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. And and by the way, in case Captain didn't already say it, yeah. wink, 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 North Carolina lost by 17. Yeah, woo! <laughs> you know, yeah. as as we start transitioning from uh, one sport, well, only if you're a Redskin fan, uh, as, you, as you start transitioning to other sports glory, 
Um, or the Packers giving away this year's going too. Uh, or the Giants giving away this year's going for you. Oh, oh and the fuck and the Forty ers So Shannon's okay and Lindy's okay. The rest of us are just effed uh, from a football standpoint <laughs> this year. Thanks, guys. Yeah, you know, hey, as, as the Duke fan. Oh, by years. the way, Sports Radio Nine Ten, man. I can't. I don't know who wrote this article, dude. But I, I saw it flying through in my news feed, and it says something like, "UVA is the best team in the ACC, not Duke." And I'm just like, "Get out of, get out of here, dude. Get the f out of here." You know what I mean? Get the fuck out! No, 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 you, no. no UVA player would even swell. Maybe they would, but when, anyway. when did Virginia uh, legalize marijuana? <laughs> <laughs> look, I, look, and this is not meant to disrespect UVA because I, I like that program and I think that's a good team. I do, but okay. that's a team that you know until they win the big games in the big moments when it really matters. Don't even just get Duke out your mouth. Hey, hey, look! Stop until Duke plays UMBC. Let's not even. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Duke. Look, UMBC is <laughs> going. You know, Colts and throwing a banner up there just for good measure. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> dude? No. Look, I, I hope UVA has a great year. I mean, I, I would love to see them rebound after that travesty, that basketball travesty that they you know, stuck on the floor at the end of last year. But don't you know until they beat Duke? You know what I'm saying? Let them play because then you, then you answer that. Then you answer that, and they're they're going to get the opportunity to settle that on the court. We can revisit that discussion. But if you just tell me on paper that no, oh, UVA is a better man, get out of my face, bro. Because there is no way in hell, there is no way in hell, I would stake anything on that statement. Nope. I Nothing. mean, are you talking about expectations and whether you know? Yeah. Didn't, didn't Coach K have a yeah, uh, yeah. sit down with the media this <laughs> yeah, he week? Did. He did on he expectations. Did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he um, said, he said, also, go did. ahead. No, no, you uh, different topic. I was going to say, yeah. I mean, Coach K had a thing. He said, uh, "quote Let's get real about this whole thing. Let's not get spoiled. We've got four nineteen-year-old kids that are busting their ass trying to learn how to play and have a lot of pressure on. Actually, let me see if this. Let me see if the soundbite's good for him. This is also better in his own voice. Fans, just cut it out, man." These kids aren't perfect. So my, my kid wasn't playing hero ball. He's playing winner's ball. And if you don't like following them, then don't follow us. You know, I'll go to, I'll go to war with my guys. You know, he has the heart to do that. Jack had the heart to get the rebound. We lose, I'll lose with them. And, uh, you know, let's get real about this whole, whole thing. Let's not get spoiled. We got four 19-year-old kids there trying to bust their ass to, to learn how to play and, and have a lot of pressure on them and let them grow. Dude, let me tell you, man. Co- college fans get out of control. College football fans get out of control. Clemson, dude. Are you freaking serious? Can y'all not piss Dabo Sweeney off? Come on, guys. You know, we only won by 21 points. Clemson is fantastic, oh, right? Clemson and Alabama God. are absolutely fantastic teams. They, don't don't get that spoiled and that entitled. You already see uh, what was it? Was it this year where um, Saban was talking about how people aren't even coming out, showing up for games? Was that this mm-hmm. year? And it's like get, get your butts in the stands, man. Look. As somebody that went to a college with a non-existent football team, had I gone to a college with a good football team, you're damn right I would have been in the stands. Are you kidding? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Clemson. 
Yeah, there was a pretty big stretch run where that team didn't do a whole bunch, other than yeah. touch a rock at the beginning of the game. Okay, all that and Clemsoning. <laughs> yeah, Clemsoning was a real thing. Okay, Dabo has completely changed all of that. That team, he has done an incredible job. Appreciate in- appreciate that man, and don't be don't be ridiculous. Your entire defensive line is first-round picks. Like, don't lose sight. Like, the Mm-mm. entire defensive line for Clemson Mm-mm. is all going in the first round. That 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 is done. They're yeah. all going in the first round. Like, that never – unless you're Alabama, that rarely happens. Yeah. I, I mean, just a- appreciate them. And, I, and you know, I, I know people are like, oh, my God, hopefully they don't end up with Alabama and Clemson again. Dude, it, that's not even what we're talking about. But as a fan base, don't be so spoiled that you can't appreciate them taking care of an in-state kind of robbery deal. Enjoy Come greatness, because it doesn't it, stick around forever. It, uh, no, no. Well, I guess unless you're Nick Saban in Alabama, then maybe it feels like it. But yes, Shannon, you are right. I did enjoy UNC taking it in the chin to Michigan. <laughs> Love that. That makes that that always a UNC loss always makes my day better, mainly because uh you know you know I work with some real big UNC fans and man have they been quiet, <laughs> <laughs> woo they've been quiet, and I'm all right with that. Um, and then we topic jumped to basketball inadvertently. Um, Let's get back to uh, college uh, football. Yeah. Hey, uh, real quick before yeah. we go on, uh, just a uh, real uh, quick ticket. Uh, tip the cap to uh, Mackenzie Melton. Uh, get well, brother. That Dude. knee injury was gnarly. Oh, that's such Just. a shame. It's such a shame for them. It is such a shame for UCF. Not that you know. I mean, I, I know the chances of them cracking into the CF. You know, the top four was virtually non-existent. But regardless of anything that happens going forward, there's no way they're going to get the benefit of anything without that guy. No. Right. I mean, there's just no way. <laughs> No, and no. It, way. it was apparently it was really bad because apparently his nerve got damn it, or they got hurt somehow, and they had to make sure that the blood flow in the leg was okay. I mean, it was it was nasty. It, no, it, it looked really ugly. Um, it made me think of uh, God. Who was that running back from Miami? Ended up having a decent NFL career. The Bills drafted him. Willis McGahee. Oh, Willis, Willis McGahee. Yeah, where you yep. look, where yep. you looked at the guy's leg, and you're like, oh. You know what I mean? Yeah, the national title game of all things. Yeah, Woo. but I mean, he ended up having a good career. So I, I hope. Look, I, I, I hope they, you know, surgery goes well. He heals up. It's a shame for them, and you hate to see that stuff happen. To, to you know, you, you just hate to see that stuff happen. You really do. But God bless. There's, no, you know, you know without a doubt <laughs> that if, if somehow the stars aligned and they had a shot that. That door gets slammed in their face. That would get that done. Yeah. There's just there's no way. No way. Side note, as far as the CFP, uh, obviously Alabama 1, Clemson 2, Notre Dame 3, and Georgia 4. Um, just curious, is there, like, what game are you most looking forward to this weekend? Alabama, Georgia. I mean, right? That's, that's the big dog, isn't it? I mean, come on. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when you, when you talk about, like, recruiting the last – couple years like Al or excuse me Georgia has been their athlete for athlete with Alabama mm-hmm. and you know like this is the first time in forever I've watched Kentucky football this year but when I watched Georgia versus Kentucky it wasn't the athletes on the field it wasn't even close mm-hmm. 
but like I watched Bama Auburn, like and Auburn got Bama last year, and like watching them now, it's like every time Auburn would score, Bama would be like, it's like playing the easy, um, <laughs> the easy function on like the old NCAA football game mm-hmm. when you would just maybe somebody gets a score on you and you're like, okay, I'm just going to go throw it deep real quick or I'm going to go do my favorite plays and get a quick touchdown. I mean, Alabama is just ridiculous. It's just not even fair at this point because the defense is ridiculous. The offense, like they always used to have just one good receiver. They'd have Julio, Amari Cooper, Calvin Ridley. They've got four kids now that are just on that level. I mean, they will get to that level, but they are that type of receiver, and it's just yeah. pick your poison. And, of course, it's running back you as usual uh, for Bama. And it's 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 like once you've played the dynasty for 10 years and you just keep getting all the five-star recruits. Well, it's, I, I mean, look, I mean, Saban, I know he didn't have a good run of it in the, in the NFL, but the thing is he's well-connected in the NFL. You know what I mean? So that, yeah. that pipeline is there. And you you have a strong and we talk about this with Kentucky with Duke I mean there's certain with in basketball you know and there are certain programs and certain coaches that are a legitimate pipeline to the pros and it's not just because they're it's a good organization or a good team good infrastructure it's that you have these these very real connections and you also have a lot of players that have you know matriculated through and have gone on to other things and that fraternity and that brotherhood matters quite a bit you know what I mean. Uh, yeah. and, and Alabama, bar none, has that, you know. Well, we can bring this up later. It yeah. kind of ties into a uh, recent story about the NFL. But, uh, yeah, sometimes uh, pick, taking too many players from one college and putting them on one team and then bringing someone in with a sordid pass. Are you going to Reuben Foster yeah. me, you bastard? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's, hey, it, it, it's relevant. <laughs> And it's a mess, but they do. Yeah. Have, the Redskins do have a lot of Alabama players. They they are definitely they trying to become Alabama North. <laughs> they're, they're they're stocking up on some Alabama talent for sure. Yeah. Uh, and I, I you know I mean I get it I get it and um, I guess to top of thought because we're not going to spend a lot of time on Reuben Foster. I'm not thrilled with the move. I don't know. I don't. I don't know how it really becomes a defensible issue. Um, and he's on the commissioner's exempt list. I mean, he's not playing this year, and who knows how this plays out for him. They clearly are giving him the benefit of the doubt based on his football past, not his personal past, but his football past. His connections to Alabama, I would certainly argue in this case, help him, and we'll see what comes of it. I, You know, as is typical for the Redskins, they are fantastically tone-deaf. <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm. for things, you know, with football and with people and with fan bases and with reactions. And uh, certainly a classic case of a guy that's got some legitimate on-field talent, but there's 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 some heavy baggage there. And you can at least make a rational argument that, you know, maybe some of the accusations are false. You know, we'll see how it plays out. And, and, and I'll listen to all that. We'll see. But that still doesn't, <laughs> still doesn't mean it's not a tone-deaf move you know, in this particular climate. And that's a, that's a little bit of a bitter pill to swallow, but that's an organization that I think files a lot of things under, you know, don't give a flying F what people think, yep. you know, because exactly. I mean, their PR stuff is crap anyway. 
And I mean, that that's almost a um, 49ers release Ruben Foster. Nobody will pick him up. Dan Snyder, Dan hold my beer. Yeah, hold, hold my beer. Yeah, I, you know, maybe it works out on a, on, from a football standpoint. Um, and we'll see what happens with the accusations and I mean, we'll see, but it, again, it, it, it's just, that's an organization that has a, a very unusual sense of entitled arrogance for something that, and they don't, you know what I mean? And they don't deserve any of it because they've largely yeah. been crap for, I don't know, 20 years short of a very brief period, you know, uh, of Gibbs kind of coming back and trying to res- and restoring some respectability to the organization. And I, I would argue with anybody that he got a lot out of a team that was not very talented. Uh, oh, yeah. by the way, 11 year, 11th, uh, I think we just hit the 11th anniversary of Sean Taylor's death. Um, yeah. 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 This past week. Yeah. And that, that's always a tough God. God, he was incredible. Um, mm. always, always the classic case of a life cut, uh, short too soon and, and the promise of what could have been, but so certainly a rest in peace to, Sean Taylor on that one. Favorite, um, favorite Sean Taylor memory? Of course, it's him blowing up the punter. No, I'm just kidding. In, in the um, Pro Bowl. In the Pro Bowl. No, uh, <laughs> I love that Belichick was the coach there, and he told the punter to like fake it, and he, the punter got blown up. Yeah, it got blown up. Um, <laughs> he probably didn't want to have to face that punter in the seat. That's a smart move by Belichick. Go ahead and uh, do a, do what do, you know, fake that thing, and Sean Taylor's going to clean your clock. Uh, no, he was just he was just he was enjoyable to watch, man. That guy could cover so much ground so yeah. quickly. Um, oh he, God. you know what I mean. That was a guy. You know, there are people that you watch play, whether it's basketball, baseball, football. Name your sport. There are people that you watch play, and they just have they have the it. They've got the gift. They've got the talent. They've got you know what I mean. They have the package, and they're just incredible players. And Sean Taylor was an a, just an absolutely incredible player, and he was an elite talent for a team that needed an elite talent. And that's what he was. And he would have arguably been the face of that defense. If he, I mean, I, you can almost make a case that he was, even though he, you know, he was super young, but he was the face of that defense. And he would have, he would have been, he was the kind of player that a franchise ends up being the identity of a franchise. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. he was that kind of player. And, and you don't know what his career would have been, but it's very, it, it's reasonable to project him as, you know, kind of on that tier. You know, you think of that era. You remember Polamalu, um, and certainly Ed Reed, um, mm-hmm. and you know he felt like he was going to be in that kind of a dialogue. Again, you don't know for sure, but he felt like he was that caliber of player. That's not to say that you know the organization, the team would have lived up to that. That's a, that's a different issue. But he he was just incredible to watch. He was fun to watch. Um, granted, we're in a much era of <laughs> NFL defense right now. Uh, Lord knows he probably would have been flagged fine and thrown out of all kinds of games these days. But, um, but no, man, rest in peace, man. Rest in peace to Sean Taylor. That's that's still a bitter pill. Eleven years later, that's still a bitter pill. Yeah. Should we should we give but, him a little salute? Yeah, you know what? I've, I've emptied I've emptied the tank on one. I'm I'm gonna have to make a new one, dude. I finished this bad boy off. But you know what? I have a I have a tasty beverage and glass. So yeah, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and raise a glass uh, in Sean Taylor's honor. Uh, a little salute clock, man. I am enjoying a sweet water 420 strain IPA. And let me tell you, this thing is dank and stank and sticky and mighty hempy. I mean, it, this thing smells incredible. 
I mean, <laughs> I think that they would call the police on a dorm room if it smelled like this. <laughs> it is, it is, but it's good. Nice. It is, it is really good. And I, I've already finished my uh, Hundo Captain and Dr. Pepper. So I'm going to have to decide if I'm going to make a second hundo on the break. It's only 1 a.m. I'll probably make a second hundo. But that's what I'm enjoying, sir. Shannon, how about you? I'm having a strange... This first time I've ever had this. Strange Way Tiramisu Brew. And it's Ooh. actually really tasty. Ooh. Tiramisu Sounds Brew. interesting. Very interesting. Hmm. But, yeah, it's really tasty. That's good. I just saw it in the store the other day. I was like, well, let me give this a shot. There you go. Is that the only one you're drinking? Uh, no, I'm going to be drinking some Oktoberfest as soon as I finish this one. So oh, no, that's good. Uh, side note, <laughs> quick little shout out, a, a little bit of love for Todd who hooked me up with some bar stools and a table. Thank you, Kroger. No, just kidding. <laughs> but by the way, Justin, next I, week, dude. Up. Next week, Sierra Nevada tap takeover. The following week, Ooh. Hardywood tap takeover. Oh, oh. Hell yeah. So I'm just saying we might, Shannon, you and I, I told Todd that I, I, when I was helping him out, well, he's helping me, whatever. When I caught up with him earlier today, I told him, I was like, man, I'm going to be bugging Shannon. I think we're going to have to make an appearance, dude. The 14th for sure. I'll have to see about next week. I, I got to recruit somebody for this year in Nevada deal. Like, Randy, Randy, yeah. Randy. <laughs> I might be able to swing that. I think I think we might need to make an appearance, dude. Randy. Yeah, I dreamed the dream of Sierra Nevada Tap Takeover. It's there. Yeah, we got to do it, man. Not too far from my work, so no. it's not like I would have to go far. No, I, I, yeah, because you're right off. You're near Kindred Spirits, right? Can't you walk there? Yeah, it's right behind where I work. No, yeah, I mean, my God. So, I mean, you're cruising up 288. You're probably doing 288, 295. Yeah, dude. Totally mm-hmm. What time do you get off? 530. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, dude, we should do a tap takeover, man. <laughs> we got to go hang out with Todd, drink beers. Sounds like a plan. Dude, I'm telling you. Shannon, come on, man. Hey, uh, real quick for Todd. Uh, he sent me this text on uh, Thanksgiving, and I wanted to give him just the absolute salute right here um he said i know you'll like this my old timer next door who is a retired navy sailor um Mm -hmm. we mow his grass and take care of his yard for him he's a little older he rang his doorbell at four o'clock today he Mm -hmm. asked to he asked for a ride to the chinese place around the corner right this is on thanksgiving todd's like i'm like why he said he was hungry and his wife was laid up in bed for the next five weeks due to back surgery now, this guy has three kids and five grandkids that are local. I'm like, Chase, who's the guy? No place is open. You're not eating that today. Go home. I'm finishing up cooking now, and as soon as I'm done, I'll make you and Elaine plates and bring them over hot. He just stared at me. He seemed lost, was sad, felt so bad. Wanted to invite him in to eat with us, but knew his wife was laid up. He said, no, no, I'll just make something Todd, I said as nicely as possible and as stern as possible. Chase, go chill out. Turn on some football. I'm bringing over you and Elaine a full Thanksgiving meal in the next 30 minutes. I thought he was going to cry. Todd, thank you for taking care of a veteran sailor like that, my friend. Thank you. Well done, sir. That's beautiful. That's good stuff. There you go. That's 
kind of kind of do tight ends. That's fantastic. Yes, and we we give you a lot of grief. We do too much grief. For, for, I was gonna say for good reason, but but uh, cheers, <laughs> that, Todd, to you, buddy. Thank you. Don't don't you remember that? Yes, yeah, salute. That's, that's, that's beautiful. Don't you remember that um those, that goofy meme where it's like um you know uh, I give the people. I like the most, or I, my closest friends. I give all kinds of crap to, and I, you know, I'm mean to the people that I love, <laughs> and the people that I don't like. I'm really nice to, and somehow I think I got this backwards. <laughs> you know yep. what I mean? <laughs> and it's like that's the proverbial yep. thing, man. You know, it's my, my wife's always like, "God, you guys are so mean to each other." I'm like, "Yeah, but we laugh. It's great." You know, I don't, I don't, I don't know. God, we're dumb, but it is, it is fun in its own way. What we do anyway. All right, let's run out of saluted clocks. Um, Randy, what you got, bro? I have myself a Hardywood Gingerbread Stout GBS. That's better than that's as long as they don't have IBS from the GBS, you're good. I want to try the bourbon barrel one next because I they had they do have a bourbon barrel gingerbread style out right now. I like how Randy, I like how Randy just steamrolled right past that one. I was not even gonna touch it. I was like, nope, nope. I'm just gonna plow right through. Yeah. <laughs> IBS and you're gonna plow right through. Huh? Hell yeah! Solar alert. <laughs> but, uh, Randy, the bourbon bourbon barrel is really good, dude. Nice. It's very good. There you go. Uh, we're going to save Mar for last, man. Lindy, what you got, dude? I have a Purple Monkey Dishwasher Chocolate Peanut Butter Porter. That's a lot of that's a lot of words. <laughs> that's a lot of words. Good stuff, man. That's solid solid beer. That's a lot of words. Did you have one of those um, before? I, I think I, f- I might have. I feel like I, I want to say you've mentioned that one before. So, so here's the story. I was in Wegmans the other day, uh-huh. and down here in Mass, you can only have one of the grocery stores in your chain with beer and liquor, which is stupid. Who so made that rule? I went, yeah, they're, they're phasing it out finally. Good. But I went to the one Wegmans that has the beer and liquor, and it is not just an aisle. It is literally a full-size beer and liquor store tacked on to the side. I was going to say, if you're the only store around that's got the only one of your yeah. chain, you might as well yeah, might be a uh, yeah, wing. They, they went all out. But uh, I was in there looking for Hardywood stuff, and they did not have any. I was surprised by that. That's all right. Aren't you going to be down in Virginia at some point over Christmas? I am in uh, so about load a up. month from now. So you can load up, dude. Yeah, man. Yeah. Nice. There's too many words for me to try to repeat the name of that beer, but I hope you enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good one. 6.7. It's, it's, a, That's solid. it's a stout beer. Yeah, solid, solid beer. Yeah. Man, don't you remember like starting drinking? Everything was like three, three and a half. Uh, unless you were uh, a young Navy sailor in Norfolk trying to get ice house all the time. Yeah, just... I was like, I was like five point five. That that was a good poor man beer back in yeah. the day. I, I feel like the the ice beer was a big. Th- there was like Bud Ice. Yeah, yeah ice house. I think when, and when Bud we were ice. like you know, high school, late high school through early twenties, mm. the ice beer phase. Yeah. I mean, did Vanilla Ice name these things? Like, what happened? <laughs> I, I think they just kept the cash cow rolling. Yeah, why not? What's the one beer we had? Did we have, like, a still reserve one time, Chris? Oh, my God. That yes. beer is terrible. Oh. Oh. That beer is terrible. <laughs> what the hell were you thinking? Steel reserve is bad. <laughs> steel reserve is bad, yes. We in the night. We yeah. each drank one and passed out. Oh, my God. Oh. 
<sighs> That's when you uh, just want to be mean to people with the beer shits. Yeah. <laughs> no. Though I can't say college is any better for me. It was old Milwaukee's beast in college. So. Oh. <laughs> Dude, I remember. Uh, uh, Nat Light. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Isn't there a Natty Ice? Do they still make that? Yes. 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 Oh my God. Oh. When, when Justin when Justin forces the jalapeno beer on you, that's probably five years old. Yes. <laughs> I, I still have one with your name on it. Politely, <laughs> fuck off. You still take bad bets. Look. <laughs> You can get uh, you can get tased right, or you can drink a jalapeno beer. I will take get tased five fifty <laughs> times over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fantastic! Yeah, yeah. I, well, I, I built I built an immunity. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah, true, true story, true story. Yeah, I still have a couple of bad beers. Uh, when we bought this house, oh nine, I think is when we moved in here. Um, we didn't have a fridge, and so somebody gave us like their old dorm fridge or whatever, one of those little small beer fridges. And uh, we had a you know a couple people stop by, and um, a few people brought beer and left beer. And so we ended up leaving beers in this little half mini dorm room fridge or whatever for this huge period of time. There was a Colt forty five. I don't even know who wanted, who's like I'm coming to your house, housewarming. Here's some Colt forty five. <laughs> What do, they think, what do they think Lando was up in this bit in this piece? What the hell was that all about? <laughs> what the hell, dude? Um, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, let me help you break in your toilets. Have the Schlitz. Yeah, great. Was that but, Barf? One? No, no. But Barf Barf one always consumed. I don't ever remember him leaving anything. He just uh, he he would he would run through. Uh, he always liked to have the dogfish head. Nine. That was that was when I had a lot of dogfish head around. He always liked the dog. We said ninety minute, and I think that's what got him in trouble. Well, that's the, when he left something behind for sure. Yeah, barf and a stick in the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, Randy, thanks for taking one for the team and and uh, breaking that bad boy up. Uh, yeah. But Not anyway, uh, but, <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Like we we had some really random, terrible beers, and nobody wanted to drink them, so they just stayed in the fridges for years. And eventually they got used at, at parties and, you know, to torture people. And um, Mark, Bark, I think, crushed it. Must have had at least one, if not two, of those janky, stanky beers over the years. Um, I'm sure. That's all. You know how, like, when you have a house guest that you don't, like, if somebody comes to a party that you didn't really invite, and, you know, it's not that you don't like them, but you don't necessarily <laughs> like them enough to give them the good stuff. They're like, can I have a beer? I didn't bring anything, but I'm here to eat and hang out. And you're like, yeah, here you go. Here's this five-year-old ice house. Here's a cold 45. Mm, fresh and delicious. You know, go ahead. Knock it back. You're saying before before I was, like, really part of the crew, you were, you were probably more so offering me those beers. No, you just did stupid shit. So I knew you would drink crap like that. That's different. That, that had nothing to do with how much I liked you. Uh, Funny story about that on, on Thanksgiving. So my family, we have this weird mix of, like, full-grown adults, like my mm-hmm. age and older. And then, like, the 20-something crowd. So get to my parents' house on Thanksgiving, and it's cold enough up here that you can keep the beer outdoors of and course. not even put it in a cooler these days. So there's, like, stacks and stacks of, like, Coors Light and Mick Light and just shit beer out on the back deck. And my dad's like, yeah, there's some beer out back. And I looked at him. I said, no, no, where's, where's, where's our beer? And he goes, oh, it's in the other fridge down the hall. 
Yeah. There you go. There's a bunch right. of Sierra Nevadas and some microbrews in that fridge, yeah. but oh god, man, that, you know that what? mix of poor kid beer and, and grown yeah. folk beer was just too much. <laughs> I'm not trying to beer snob out. You know what I'm saying? I, like I'm a hophead. I'm a, I'm an IPA guy. So like going back to like doing a, a Peeber and a Coors Light's a little tough. Um, yeah. Like I, I I can't really rock a Bud Light. I mean, if it's hot, if it's really hot outside, I'm on a beach. I can do that kind of a beer, but I don't drink that for enjoyment. You know, if I have to do a cheap beer, I can I can still rock Coors Lights. You know, but I mean, it's really just hydrating. You know what I mean? That's all that is. Um, but I, I, it's tough, man. It's tough. I think the last time I had a Bud Light was at a Pats game because it's like the official beer of the mm-hmm. NFL, and you can't get shit else in the stadium. Dude, oh god! I, uh, yeah, yeah. But I think they had craft beer somewhere further down the concourse, but I wasn't fighting through. I mean, it's everything. Robert Kraft. Shouldn't they have craft beer? Yeah. <laughs> well, I know for a fact they do in the uh, the Putnam Club. The, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the good seats. The good seats. Oh. Sat there a few times yeah. for UMass football games because those tickets are cheap as hell. Yeah. <laughs> oh <laughs> my lord, bad beer. Yeah, yeah. Chris. UMass covered against Georgia. Yeah, and then fired their coach at about 5 p.m. the night before Thanksgiving in the news dump. Womp womp. Yeah, well, they needed to. He's 16 wins over five seasons in FBS. Dude, Hugh just... It's time for a check. Gotta go. Hugh thinks that's a good record, bro. Come on. Well, he he has some cachet around here because they won the... One double A national championship twenty years ago. Twenty, that that's a long off. time. Yeah, he went off and he he coached under he was in the Brown system when they were actually somewhat decent. Somewhat. And then he was uh twenty some, years ago some, when Belichick well, was there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he was and then he did uh he was Q B or offense for the Steelers for a while. Then he came back to UMass and was terrible. So yeah. Hey uh, did I did I read the headline right at Ken Wisenhut's interviewing at Georgia Tech? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. I heard that this afternoon. Oh, they're they're gonna miss that triple option, dude. <laughs> and uh, Cliff Kingsbury's already Same. the new OC at uh, USC. USC. Yeah. That's a good hire. Yeah. Yeah. He was probably gonna end Look, up in the NFL if they the, didn't snatch him up. The only hire I want to know about is Mac Brown. The return of the Mac to UNC, <laughs> uh, baby. Come on. Yeah, I sent you that yesterday. And woo! So, yeah. Woo. <laughs> I, I, I don't know it's if classic. you can woo that because it is UNC. No, you poo that. But it's football. They're no, they're no threat to anyone. No, they're oh, not. This is true. <laughs> oh, it's so weird. Oh, my God. Okay. Um. Yeah, we totally got off topic there. Uh, I need I need a refill. Like, there's, like, there's no tomorrow, dude. <laughs> Mark, right. how's everybody doing? Are we good? Is everybody good? No. Well, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm good, but okay. but uh, but but it's probably my time to, to exit momentarily. I didn't uh, salute a clock. Oh, today. oh my oh. God, we totally we totally almost robbed oh, you of your salute a clock, man. Dude, right. we um, were we were pulling you out like Saquon Barkley in the second half, dude. We were just like, nah. <laughs> I, absolutely. No right. I was gonna say, Ma- perfect. Just, Mark, what you got, do that, I, I've got really one thing to kind of add into because we're gonna salute to um, shoot, not nah, forgotten. Who, who are we <laughs> toasting to? See, it's been so long. Sean Taylor. McKinsey, Saquon Barkley. Uh, Sean oh, Sean Taylor. Taylor. Sean Taylor. There we go. Yeah. So I was going to add one in. This is, the date's not exactly the same, but uh, I can't believe it. I was reminded the other day that, uh, I guess, beginning of January, it'll be four years since uh, Stuart Scott 
passed away. Which oh my god, I really? I know. Oh, I love that dude. That does not wow. seem like it was four years ago. No, so, it doesn't. Uh, but um, doesn't. yeah, definitely had him into that. That's sad. I miss that guy. But yeah, yeah, Stuart Scott was great. But um, I'm enjoying a. Uh, I'm just going light. So a uh, grapefruit shandy, line cool. It's a solid choice. Yes, sir. Solid sir. choice. <laughs> <laughs> Salute, so we're, gentlemen. We're out of beer, so yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. Everybody's like they're run out of everything. Salute, Hawk. <laughs> we drank it all during the first segment because we're all thirsty. We did say it was a thirsty Thursday. Is what you get. <laughs> and that's what happens. <laughs> oh, you know. Oh, it, it, side note, side note. Like, uh, it, anybody think that uh, Baker Mayfield's raising a glass to Hugh Jackson this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> Although that that uh, corner was savage AF. Oh dude. my god! Uh, handing him the interception oh, ball. Was, oh my god! That was hilarious. That was the Demarius Demarius hilarious. Yeah, Demarius. That was baller. That was, was incredible. When I, they showed the highlight. That was absolutely incredible. I had the uh, locally the Pats game here, but they uh, the 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 network cut in. They did the highlight and they showed that, and I was dying laughing. Oh, yeah. that, that Twitter was, was on fire at that yeah, point. Oh, that it had to be. Oh, yes. Oh, so funny. And I, I didn't really mean to toppy jump, and I didn't mean to start a new topic, and I didn't mean for us to keep talking when I said we need a break and we need beer. I love what Baker Mayfield said. I love it. I love it. I know I gave I that dude grief. Zero problems with it. I know I gave that dude grief for planting a flag and some of the other stuff and being kind of an arrogant prick at times. But at, at, at the, at the pro level, hell yes, man, that well, team, not just at the pro level, but that franchise, that franchise needs, needs some balls. Yes. Yep. That franchise mm-hmm. needs somebody to be like, you know what? We're, we're, we're going to, we're going to own it. We're going to wear it. We're coming at you. We're going to have, you know, it, you got to change the culture, dude. And, yep. and Baker Mayfield, I think, that dude is so willing to say stuff, you know what I mean, and put it out there. I love the fact that he owned it. I love the fact that he acknowledged it. And yeah, he doubled down. He, and yeah, and you can talk. You can talk about him throwing Hugh Jackson and Todd Haley and you know some other people under the bus and and you know all that stuff. That's fine, uh, but it's reasonable criticism because his numbers. Once those guys were out of there, his numbers are way better. So and there uh-huh. and there was clearly dysfunction between Hugh and Todd. I mean, th- there was dysfunction on that coaching staff. Let's uh, not yeah. pretend that there oh, yeah. wasn't. I love the fact that 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 guy, that Baker Mayfield, saying, "You know what? We're going to." Tr- yeah, I mean, it's not. I don't hate you, but you went to, you know, somebody in our division who we're going to see twice a year after you told us to buy into you and to play mm-hmm. for you, and you leave and you go there. So we're going to treat it as a rivalry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. like you touched on earlier, you talking about how that they were Cleveland's making the come up on, on their drafting, mm-hmm. but something was clearly holding them back, and I think we we found out what that was. <laughs> Maybe, uh, yeah. Maybe I mean, look, Greg. I Williams, mean, uh, they're up a, to four wins. I, that that's almost parade level in Cleveland bro, these days. They have the same <laughs> record as the Packers. Yeah, four, so, six and one. I know, so weird. Yeah. So weird. Over. So yep. weird. But I love it, and I know I know a lot of people were like, "Oh yeah, Baker, shut your mouth." What about when you change schools? I mean, that dude was going to lose his scholarship. 
Yeah. That's, well, what's that's, he supposed to do? That's not yeah, even right. that's not even remotely close. That guy got hurt. I mean, and it, was going to lose a scholarship. Though. I know, but that you you can't compare. And I know it's a business decision, as Dion would say. It's 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 the pro dude. It's the NFL. That's the man's game, right? Yep. These are paid professionals. I'm not going to hold. I don't think you can compare a college student who has a might lose a scholarship to a pro player. That's this is a whole different ball game. I love the fact that he owned it. I love the fact that he said it. I think it's great. I think that team, I think that locker room, I think that franchise needs that kind of attitude out of him to be the quarterback, to be the man, to be the face of their turnaround. We'll see what this team turns into. But, I, dude, I, I love that. I think it's yeah. great. That team, that fan base needs that. Hey, Tony the Tiger approves. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, and I, <laughs> well, except for the fact that it was the Browns beating the, the, beating the Bengals, but you know. Dude, side well, note. Hey, that's a divisional <laughs> game, man. Oh, hell yeah. That's side note. Was, was, do you realize that's the second consecutive home game, home game, where the Bengals have been out 28 points in the first half? The Bengals are just in a, such an embarrassment right now. Well, so. they just uh, they shelved Dalton for the year, so I know yeah. he's, he's done. yeah they're done, they're yeah, toast but, this year. Oh, um, yeah, I mean it was it was it was it was a fun weekend. I mean the you know obviously the Browns knocked out the Bengals, the Bills knocked out the Jaguars, mm-hmm. uh, Seattle knocking out Carolina. Like you mentioned, I mean I, I doubt that anybody could have possibly picked all three of those and pick them, but I mean there was it was a it was a fun weekend. Clearly, you did. I, Actually, I wasn't going to say, yeah, you know what? Actually, I did pick all three of those, but yeah, it's moving on. Well, I did just check the uh, standings this evening, and it appears we all took the L on that fucking Dallas. <laughs> we did. We did. We, we did. I was pissed, dude. I, I was I was bitching about it earlier tonight because uh, I, I was telling Todd earlier today, I was like, man, the Cowboys are going to give him a game, dude. The Cowboys are going to give him a game. So I started off the day with four points on the Cowboys. Then I changed it to four points on the Saints. Then I changed it to ten points on the Saints. And then I was like, screw it. And I put, like, I think 14 on the Saints. So, yay for me. But as Mark put it, and I think he's quite right, how how could any of us put points and pull for the Cowboys? We just can't. Can't do it. Nah, no, no. Can't do it. We can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it, man. Even Bill O'Reilly knows. That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. And we will leave you with a – I can't do it. Can't do it. We'll do it live. Points on the Cowboys. Can't do it. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can, I'll write it, and we'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks. Yeah, Yahoo won't let us change our picks live, bro. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, no, right? That's done. It's done, son. It's done, son. That's when you end up with something like this. Unsportsmanlike conduct on all players from both teams. Unsportsmanlike. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the good old egg bowl, yeah. Best penalty ever. Yep. Best penalty ever. I don't know. Ever. If I'll start on everybody but the centers, well, okay. Good that too. one. That one's. Pre- that one's pretty great. That one's pretty great. The egg bowl, Mississippi State, and yeah, yeah, ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Or personal Dude. foul if he was giving them the business. <laughs> yeah, that one's also fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I think Leonard Fournette approved of that bench clearing brawl. Oh my gosh! I'm just saying. Anyway, see, look, we're toppy jumping again. This is terrible. This is All right, right, let's take a break. Like, and yeah, go refill. Yeah, l- let's let's walk off. We well, we need we need Baker's soundbite. Here you go. Left Cleveland goes down to Cincinnati. I don't know. It's just 
somebody that was in our locker room asking for us to play for him and then goes to a different team we play twice a year. Everybody can have their spin on it, but that's how I feel. Damn right that's how you feel. I thought that soundbite was a little bit longer and the volume was a little bit louder, but I'll fix that. I'll fix that. <laughs> y'all probably did y'all hear any of that? I heard it early. The barely I'll fix I'll fix that. See, that's what happened. Bill O'Reilly knows, man. Today and we will leave you with a I can't do it. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can I'll write it and we'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks. How do you fuck that up? <laughs> How do you fuck that up? Thanks. Going all Leroy Jenkins on this episode. On this, bro. How'd you know I was on that page? How'd you know? How'd you know? Like as if, like as if on cue, man. Yes. Thank I mean, you. Justin, yes. this is episode number 250, by the way. Oh, my God. Is it Ooh. really? Yeah. Wow. Sweet baby Jesus. How are, how have our livers <laughs> survived? Well, we've been, <laughs> yeah, we've, we've been working for this one all our lives. So. Dude. Yeah, all sure, I, survived, I mean. Yeah. All I know they're, is. They're surely not, not, not thriving. But <laughs> no, maybe not. Uh, all I know is if we keep going much longer, I'm gonna need Cordero Patterson to, to help me pinch off this need to piss, dude. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. oh that was <laughs> that was classic. His response just as good. <laughs> what was his you response to that? Balls. I think he said I'm a grown ass man. I don't need someone's junk and ass in my face. Oh my god! Uh, he said dick and balls and ass. Dick and balls. Oh he, yeah. Oh yeah. He 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 said it all. That that was a that was a pretty significant cup check on that one. Oh yeah. <laughs> Did Mitch approve of that? Oh my god. <laughs> Old Mitch cup check. Jets lineman Henry Anderson, man. Yeah, Patterson had a. Had Didn't a, his fiance get pissed at him? Uh huh. Patterson. Yeah. I, I don't know. He's like, know. that's my bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that's a handful, buddy. That's that's a handful. Maybe he was checking to see if he could smuggle in a bildo. You know, just for, <laughs> just for, just for good. Speaking of that, by the way, did you know a Bills fan threw and uh, threw a beer bottle at Leonard Fournette, hit him in the head after he was after he was ejected? You know that had to happen in Buffalo. You know, oh, they, only in Buffalo. They really yeah. should have thrown a. You know, what would have been way funnier? We'll say if, it was a build build if, if they had pelted Leonard Fournette with bildos, that would have been so glorious. It would have been even more funny because you know, like Sports Center would have blurred it out, <laughs> so you'd have had, like the little pixels flying at his head. It would have been great. <laughs> oh, that'd be fantastic. Yeah, let's, let's. Uh, yeah, before I need Patterson to to, to yeah. You know, yeah. squeeze me up. Uh, let's go ahead and take a quick break, and we'll come back. Uh, Mark, um, are you going to ripcord now, or do you have a little bit I bet, longer? I, I, bet, I better ripcord now, yeah. Okay. All right, man. Well, look, man, go get some rest. Uh, it's fun hanging out, and um, I, I don't know. You got any top thoughts, wrap-up thoughts, anything you want to throw in as you uh, uh, hit, uh, uh, the Maybe touch on it again, maybe not, but uh, I echo that uh, while Bama likely destroys Georgia, it still is the most appealing game of the weekend, and yes. I'll be thoroughly rooting for Georgia to make a game of it. So here's hoping. But they uh, are who we thought Mark, they were. Mark, yes, uh, Bama minus 13 and a half. You like them, or do you like Georgia to cover? I, I won't be touching it 
because uh, my heart wants Georgia too much, but I, I also don't think I could trust anybody with the points against Bama right now. Uh, but uh, how about yeah, the total, to, how about the total of sixty three and a half? Um, I would take the over on that, just barely. All right. Is that the only one you got for him? No, I've got I've got uh, Oklahoma is an eight point favorite versus Texas. Go Texas. You like the plus eight there? I, I like very, the plus very, eight. Very, very much. You, you, yeah. you don't trust Oklahoma to shut anybody down. Are you going to touch that total of 77? Uh, I Weirdly, I don't think so, but it, it's just they, nobody plays defense. So it's it still seems like there's that conference you just can't put anything high enough. Okay. Yeah. Uh, two more games. Uh, Clemson is 27.5-point favorites versus Pitt. Oh, Clemson likes run up the score. We'll go Clemson. All right, all right, and Ohio. You gotta State keep those fans four- happy, man. Run the score up. Exactly. I bring the fans back. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna be up by twenty four, and Dabo's gonna start taking knees just to piss them off. <laughs> uh, Ohio State's fourteen and a half point favorites uh, versus Northwestern. Yeah, I think you gotta take. Uh, well, yeah, so then you take Ohio State there. They, they they certainly look pretty strong right now. Yeah. Hey, now, just keep in mind, Northwestern's not Michigan. <laughs> so, I will take Northwestern to cover. I like it. Uh, total of 61 in that game. Um, we're going under them. Under? Yeah, I like the under in that one, too. Yeah. All right, cool. There you go. All right, Mark. I'm sure I had something else stored away from you, but as I feel that I'm about to urinate on myself, I think that we're best going ahead and ripcording out and calling it a day. So and I will leave you with one thing, and that's uh, Trent Reznor uh, had, a, had two special words for Ted Cruz and his Nine Inch Nails guest list request. Uh, I hope you saw this. And if you did, <laughs> of course you did. So they were uh, doing a show in Irving, Texas, on uh, and uh, Trent Reznor was telling the audience that Ted Cruz had asked to be placed on the guest list for the gig, but Reznor told him to what? Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I like this. Reznor then claimed Cruz had attended one of their shows as a VIP several years ago, but drank all the beer and was just a pain in the ass. <laughs> I thought that was great. Brandon agrees. That's right. Now he just looks creepy as hell with the beard. Yeah. yeah. All right. Look, carry on, man. Go enjoy your evening, and we will catch up a little bit bit later. And hopefully uh, Alabama and Georgia lives up to our expectations. I sure hope it does. It's open. Y'all have fun. All right. Sounds good, man. We'll catch you a little bit later. All right. Look, uh, let's take a quick break. We're the Sports Brew. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Home Feed on Podbean, LiveSportsCaster.com. The Google Play Store, all kinds of random stuff. Keywords are sports and brew. We know you love both, so you should love us. Especially if you like, you know, if you like the brew almost as much, or maybe more than you like the sports. You should definitely like us. Uh, but either way, we'll take a break. We'll be right back in just a minute. All right, had to stretch our legs for a couple of minutes, but we are back and we are refilled mercifully because Lord knows that was a that was a ninety minute segment one, man. We blew through the beverages, hanging out, having a good time. So it was definitely uh, restock o'clock, as they say. 
so look, man, we need to circle back and type a couple of thoughts, have a, a little bit more fun, and and uh, you know, it, there's just there's more football to talk about. Clearly, uh, I did want to say uh, with all the Thanksgiving games, obviously we'll touch on some of those, but I don't think there's any way we can talk about you know the the college football weekend that was without recognizing the absolute beatdown that Ohio State dropped on Michigan. So much for that number one defense, huh? Completely ridiculous. One of my favorite things that I saw was uh, in the stands, there was a group of Ohio State fans, and they said uh, they had a banner that said, Coach Harbaugh forever. (laughs) 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 You know, there's something about, and I know, I know sometimes college football fans get completely ridiculous with their expectations and their demands of their programs, but there's also something really fun uh, about some of the stuff. And like banners like that are so hilarious. They're so mm-hmm. hilarious and so funny and so fitting for the rivalries. Um, but that certainly was not what I ex- – I don't know what my expectations were for that game, but I can, I can guarantee you that it wasn't – you know, Ohio State dropping 62 on them. <laughs> so just for some context on that, yeah, Michigan, I mean, when you think of Michigan football, they go all the way back, like mm-hmm. pre-helmet, you know, way, way back. The 62 points they gave up were the most ever. 115 game history. <laughs> well, the most in the history of their program, not just in the, the rivalry against oh. Ohio State. No, I think they had I think they had one loss that was worse. Um they the most recent or the closest point total to that was in the 1880s by Cornell University. Okay. Th- that's going pretty that, far it, back. Yeah, it was We we yeah. all remember Cornell from the 1880s. That <laughs> they powerhouse. Were ab- they we, were an absolute powerhouse. You yeah. know who we should have asked is uh, Loyola's sister sister Jean. That's who we should have asked about that game. <laughs> She'll just flash that ring at you. And, uh, she didn't get a ring. She got her final yes, four ring. She got her final four ring. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. That is that is awesome. That is awesome that she got that. But yeah, I, yeah. If you're going back to the eighteen hundos, yeah, <laughs> that that's a tough one. But that's a tough one. But yeah, yeah oh, man. What what is Ohio State won? Thirteen of the last fourteen? Is that what it is? Or fourteen of the last fifteen? Something ridiculous. Yeah, they're and, on quite the streak against Michigan. Yeah, and you know, it looked for a moment the way that Michigan closed out the first half when they got what two touchdowns in six seconds mm-hmm. that maybe they would make a game of it. But like the gates of football hell just opened, dude. <laughs> yeah. The gates of football hell just opened, and Shannon, this one, this one is for you. At his own twenty-one, KJ Hill at the twenty. Hell yes. Hell Gus. yes. No, old Gus. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Gus Johnson, buddy. Good old Gus, man. You got to love, love that. Love me some Gus. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm um, sorry, but like CBS, I know like the TNT and ESPN did the thing where they let Craig Sager come in and do like the NBA finals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can we just for all time's sake, let's like let Fox let. Gus go back and call a tournament game one time with like Dick Vitale and just all hell breaks loose. It would be it would be great. That would be like I um, mean I, I think certain sports that, that that an announcing team should be tied to an event. Yeah. 
and yeah. it doesn't matter what network has that event. That that should that should just be that guy. Well, I mean, ra- you know, you got your does. Marv Albert from the the NBA Finals back mm-hmm. in the day. You got the, the good Monday Night Football crew. It's not the current one. Uh, oh, God, <laughs> come on, man, Jason Witten. That's where it's at, buddy. <laughs> oh no, I'm Booger's Rabbit my guy. Head. <laughs> Booger's my guy. Yeah. I, I love that cart he's got. Now that he took the screens off it, now it just looks now like a rascal. Just, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you saw that like all those people were having their views blocked. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'd be pissed. Oh my, those God. seats are not what, cheap. What no. the thing? The thing that extra sucks sucked about that is that uh, there was a delay in the feed. So, like, what was going? Even though they had a screen on there, it yeah, wasn't it was real. It wasn't real time. Behind, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Because that's helpful. Thanks, y'all. Yeah, yep. great. All the money they have, and they had a delayed feed on the screen that was blocking people's view. Way to go. Well, I mean, to be fair, being an IT guy, unless you're using fiber. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. hear you, but, you know, <laughs> like that's like that's like an insult. Hey, uh, here's the feed, yeah. but uh, uh, sorry, y'all. Yeah, yeah no. No. Just, yeah, I'm just I'm just not sure those people will ever let that go, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've reached that point in the night, have we? Uh, maybe, maybe. The beer's kicking in, baby. Somehow we have turn back time and let it go and bang bang all all appearing in one one moment. Man. What's going on? Bang bang means you want to go buy a Cadillac SUV these days. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was watching that game tonight. Oh my god, all these bang, vi- bang and- All these videos are breaking oh, no. free on YouTube. It's too much. What the hell? Is this the Sports Brew Mega Mix? Yeah, the Sports Brew Mega Mix of fail. Episode 250, baby. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> We're doing do it live. Is this, a, is this a clip show? Is this a flashback show? <laughs> We're turning back time, baby. <laughs> what the hell's going on over there? <laughs> Hell yeah. That's what you Shannon, get, dude. It's like being in Oh my god. We're at the BCM right now. The phone party. Hey, look, man. If that's the case. <laughs> yes, sir. If I could turn. Oh, yes, sir. Lord have mercy. <laughs> was the uh the uh titanic for adam Terry <laughs> kicking the game-winning field goal <laughs> yes yeah that's about right Dude, the looks on miami's faces was priceless <laughs> oh my hey man take me home breast virginia buddy I still love that at the end of the podcast, man. I thought that was glorious. So I do believe Randy has to share a shout out here. Uh oh. First off, I was going to say, you know what? We just need to regroup and we just need to shake it off. But. <laughs> <laughs>
but no, apparently when you made the comment last week about how we're lucky none of our wives listen to this podcast. So when I was uh, with Mark and Megan during Thanksgiving, apparently she listens to the podcast. <laughs> so Mark's hall pass is probably revoked. Yeah, there is no hall pass. <laughs> there is no hall pass. Sorry, Mark. <laughs> Oh my gosh. That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. I'm Bill O'Reilly. Thanks again for watching. We'll leave you with Sting and a cut off his new album. Take it away. To play us out. What? That's tomorrow, and that is it. Let's do it right, Bill. Come on. That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today, and we will leave you with a... I can't do it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live! Fuck it. Do it live! I'll write it, and we'll do it live! Fucking thing sucks! (laughs) That's right. Anyway, okay. That's tomorrow, and that is it for us. Shut up, Bill. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Next podcast, I'm finding a soundbite of a train just exploding. <laughs> that's exactly what just the fuck happened. Man, you should move to Boston. We, we've had some train incidents the last few days. Ugh. We had a train on Monday. Literally, the wheels came off. Damn. And it derailed, and people had to take buses to work. Well, oh, man. And then today, one of them caught on fire. All right. Whoa. Yeah, it's a well, the engine, not where the people were, but still. <laughs> Thanks for the clarification. Yeah. yeah. But uh it, it's a great time to be a train commuter in the Boston area. Well, as Randy just said, hopefully they'll be able to shake it off. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, God. Oh, sweet potato poon. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's how Mama kept Daddy happy. Breast <laughs> 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 uh, <clears throat> Virginia, buddy, and sweet potato poon. Now you know. A little bit of marshmallow on top. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Oh, creamy filling. Yeah, man. <laughs> a little extra gravy in that mash. That's good. A little extra glory hole from Jerry Jones there, you oh, know. Oh, Lord. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, Randy, by the way. What can I say except you <laughs> There you go. All right. Welcome to the shit show. Yeah, little ju- juice on the side. <laughs> oh, by the way, Shannon, thanks for sending me the baby shark ab workout. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> hey, <laughs> that, that actually looked really. That, di- that actually looked really difficult. It does. I could not do that. You could not do you that. Had, you had to send it to him, huh, Shannon? He did. You went a I, week without it. Yeah, and you no, had he, to bring he it back. It. He ruined it. He ruined it. He ruined it's it. Your fault, Shannon. It is. It is Shannon's fault. So I actually looked this up because I was curious. Where the hell did this song come from? <laughs> did you know that we are really late to the party on mm-hmm. this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like apparently, like South Korea, Germany, everybody like has a version of the Shark song, and we are like just now picking it up here in the U.S. It's yeah. been like ten years. I don't, I don't know. If it's South been ten. Korea. It's been several though. It, um, yeah. It's a big thing, like outside the U.S. We are just now getting involved. Yeah, I was trying to see when they had the original. We'll just dump it pretty soon and forget. Yeah, we have short attention spans, so hopefully it goes away. Maybe, (laughs) maybe. Although, I mean, we still have people here that do the Tootsie Roll. The no, that's just podcast. Yeah, 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 that's just that's just the podcast. (laughs) The electric slide. Uh, Hey, look, we also break out cherry. It's a fire, dude. Don't be hating. This is true. It's, it's good to 80, have some. Man. Yeah, it's good to have some retro vibe, man. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm, excuse me, that was a big burp. I was trying to contain that thing, but unfortunately, as we know, he likes you like big burps and you do not lie. Well, I was gonna say that 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 burp broke free, but it's fine. We can go. We can go wherever I see you want. See what you did there. I know. I know. Okay. I think we've hit all the really bad song cues that have we. we that okay. I think. Good. I, I'm sure this, this is episode two fifty. Yeah. What have we missed? Uh, it, I'm if I don't know. <laughs> we'll figure it I out. Mean, did we break out the Flacco Rainbow? Uh, <laughs> no, we haven't done that. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. Gronk, Gronk in a box. Oh, Gronk in a box for Lindy. I mean, Gronk. Yeah. Wow, that's a throwback. <laughs> Holy moly! Gotta bring out the Gronk in a box, man. Did this just turn into one of those uh, clip shows where they just flash back? Yeah. And you hit like the, a number. One one year, somebody said, "Oh, you know, Justin, you ought to do a uh, you ought to do like a uh, you know greatest hits, or you ought to go back and like you know run and and, and do like a, a compilation show." And I'm like, "Oh my god, I can't imagine having to go back through some of the episodes <laughs> and like actually make." I mean, I have every episode we've ever recorded, including the unpublished ones. I have them. now. See, that's that's where you need to go with this. When you talked about that the other week mm-hmm. with, the, with the lost episodes. Those are the ones that you need to comb oh. through it and, and get a greatest hits out of, because oh that's my. probably where all the golden nuggets live. 
I'm pretty I'm pretty sure the episode where I was on my honeymoon in, in Jamaica and Shannon came <laughs> over to my house and tried to run everything is probably not what I would call a greatest hits. Greatest shits? Maybe. <laughs> greatest shit. <laughs> greatest shits, greatest maybe. Shit. Greatest Me hits. and Mark tried to do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I find that to be very unlikely. However, he did get an A for effort, and I did go back and listen to parts of it, and it, it did make me laugh. Y'all got y'all got drunk, and y- yeah. We, we got shit hammered. Yeah, y'all got housed. <laughs> y'all got housed. Anyway. Oh, oh yeah. The, the fan was broken out that night, I'll tell you that, much. It was... <laughs> like, I'm drunk, I'm sleeping over, you know, whatever. <clears> hmm. <throat> Phew. I thought I sent this story to myself. I was scrolling back through my... Uh, I always send random Facebook messages to myself. And, uh, well, we already covered Sweet Potato Poons. So that one's done. Uh, Sweet. <laughs> and, 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 by the way, uh, I, I did... I, I, this one was funny to me. I don't know if it would be funny to you guys. But I like how hackers hit one of the adult furry websites. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm not sure I want to know. <laughs> the website hosted Hightail Hall. It's an interactive puzzle game where you can have erotic encounters with the surrounding characters. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Moving along. Well, that was just... That, <laughs> that, <laughs> that, <laughs> like, nope. Nope. <laughs> Look, can't do it. That no. was just a follow-up to the drunk raccoons in West Virginia. Now, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Oh my god! Woo! Uh, I I can't believe I didn't send this to myself. I'm semi disappointed. God, did we, did we, we the I, drunk raccoons last week? Yeah, we yes. did. We, we talked yes. about it briefly. I okay. bet we sent it. I bet we sent it in the, in the sports group chat. Let me scroll back up here though, because oh, I, I I mean, when the, granted, we went on a, a just a tremendous run because we had that stupid. That whole missionary missionary getting and, and I'm so, I'm yeah I feel bad for the dude's family believe me but yes his family I feel yes. bad for his family and I know that that's an awful thing and I'm not trying to like completely make fun of somebody that got killed but I mean come on bro come on <laughs> I, like, nobody can speak their language like bro I, I hear you. everybody told him don't go don't go man I, I love the one that everybody said, told. I love the, the meme that just had the dude, the, a couple of the dudes dancing with the bow and arrows. It said "Border Control World Champions." <laughs> oh wow! And it was like, oh, uh, and act, uh, probably one of the worst ones was um, they had a dude face down with a whole bunch of bow and arrows in his back, and it said the new missionary position. <laughs> oh uh, no! They, 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 they were I've bad. Yeah, they. they, they I they, mean, just they just to really drive bad. the point home, the Indian government had said. Fuck it, we are not going in to recover the corpse. Ah, here you go. That I found yeah, it. They are, they are just. They don't even want to go in. No, don't do no, it. It's it's it, leave them alone. Just well, don't it be was, the asshole was, that bothers these people. I mean, they know? can go in by force because I mean, you know, we have technology. But the other concern was because they're so isolated, we would expose them to modern disease if. Uh, oh, you kill them. Yeah, you kind of like in the old days when, when the American settler, the European settlers came to America. Well, and, hey, like, you know what? Maybe we can give them a dose of freedom and drop off some smallpox blankets just for old time's sake. 
Right. Exactly. Hashtag no. Miracle. No. 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 Just. I, I did. I did find it though. I found it. Took me a minute, Shannon, but I, I did find it. Right. Yeah, because uh, we we had the story about the Florida woman that pulled a knife on a man who confronted her about farting. <laughs> yes, we did. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, Walker got the. Uh, let's see if I can find her full name. Let's see, Florida John, again. Yeah. Of course, it's Florida man. Duh, and Florida woman. Of course. Uh, John Walker, uh, Walker got into an argument with a 37-year-old uh, woman, Shanetta Yvette Wilson, which led to her pulling out a knife and threatening to gut him. Let's see. Yeah, over over farting. How about that? I mean, we get the, the blowing up the bathroom last week, and now we get the farting. Yeah. So uh, we remind you know, me not to move below like where we are at this point to like Louisiana well, or Florida. If you go, if you go from GBS to IBS, you might somebody might try to knife you. But I was laughing <laughs> about away from the equator. I was <laughs> I, I was laughing about you know getting farked because you know you got narks and so those were farks. But uh, <laughs> I, I then uh, <laughs> I was looking I was looking up like random crap on the interwebs as as I always do. And so I found this uh, this thing with Andre the Giant and the Princess Bride. And it said, on the set of The Princess Bride, Andre the Giant once let out a 16-second fart and brought production to a standstill. Mm-hmm. Nobody said anything except director Rob Reiner, who said, are you okay, Andre? To which Andre the Giant <laughs> replied, I am now, boss. <laughs> and I'm like, can you, like, can you imagine a 16-second like, rip job? I mean, uh, come, he, come was, on. he was legendary. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the fact that you have a seven foot four, five hundred pound man calling you boss. Yeah. It had to have been like the best thing. Had, did y'all get the chance to see his um, documentary? Loved it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That, I mean, it was awesome. very sad in its own way. Yeah. But it was it was fascinating to see. By the way, I think did the um, the thing with Bob Knight that premiere tonight. Oh, I missed that. Yeah. Shoot. Well, I'm sure you can uh, watch it on demand. I, I DVR that yeah. I could swear. Uh, I forget what the name of it was, but I can swear it, it is about, was it the last days of night? I forget what it was. But Yeah, last days of night. Last days yeah. of night. Yeah. yeah. I bet that's going to be a fascinating watch. I'm going to have to go back and uh, go back and do that, man. Or, it, well, you know, I mean, that's what he did with the chairs, right? <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. Woo. Okay. All right. Oh, my God. I don't know how we went from Ohio State beating the crap out of Michigan to Andre the Giant ripping 16-second farts. I don't know how we stumbled upon that, but here we are. Uh, Beer. uh, Beer, yeah. Whatever whatever the question is, the answer for us when we record a podcast is probably beer. Um, A side note, I do want to say that uh, (laughs) to tie a bow up on some uh, (laughs) CFP and college football, uh, this whole st- stupid ass thing about the horns down, with oh, with Lincoln God. Riley uh, basically asking if his team was going to get penalized uh, for making the horns down gesture versus Texas. Come on, man. That is completely ridiculously stupid. If you have to ask, you already know the answer. Stupid. I know West Virginia got penalized for that earlier this year, but what kind of crap is that? What kind of crap is that, dude? Mm-hmm. It's 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 college, man. It's college. Let them have a little, have let them have a little run. Let them have a little fun. Mm-hmm. If Texas can totally rock the hook on horns up, 
then why not? Why can't their opponents do the horns down? Exactly. You know what I mean? It's not a gang sign. It's not vulgar. It's not anything. I mean, have a little sense of humor. You know what I mean? That to me is is really not that big of a deal. It really isn't, dude. Barry Switzer, where's the name? I haven't heard in a while. Uh, said, "quote It's unbelievable that we are here discussing this." <laughs> It's because it's stupid. Mm-hmm. It's because it's dumb, dude. Coach Switzer says the hook them up and down are just part of the rivalry. Quote, why in the world? This has been going on before anybody who even thought about making this a penalty was alive. You know, I have taken literally thousands, Brent, thousands of pictures through the years of me with Texas fans. I don't know if he went to school there, if he lives in Texas, but he supported the University of Texas, but he did horns up. I would do horns down, and we would laugh and shake hands and go about our business because we are fans of the school. It's a rivalry game, man. Come on. Thumbs down to that whole ruling. Allegedly, (laughs) reportedly, they did say they're going to flag it. Weak. Weak. Some weak sauce there. It's weak. Weak. Terribly disappointing. Uh, Shannon or anybody else, any kind of uh, tie-up thoughts as far as college football before we circle back to the NFL and then wrap up and get the hell out of here? Nah, just uh, Notre Dame, uh, I guess not really surviving, but kind of handling USC. Uh, They've solidified their spot in the top four. Mm -hmm. Bama, I think, is in regardless, win or lose. People will try to sway it one way or the other but i mean when you've won every game by at least 22 points if if you happen to slip up against georgia if. you know it's, it's going to be by one score and if it is they'll slip down to number four and they'll still be in that that uh playoff clemson's gonna just handle pit they may not cover that 27 and a half but I mean, the other half of that ACC was atrocious. And Texas-Oklahoma should be fun. I'd like Texas to cover that eight points. But, uh, you know, Kyler Murray, dude, the kid's going to go play baseball professionally. Mm -hmm. Yet he's going to be a Heisman finalist in football. So, I mean, that just tells you right there. I mean, that's a reverse Russell Wilson right there. He could have – he does a little professional baseball every now and then. but right. He's going to go professional in baseball. Well, you know, look, longevity, career, money. There's a lot yeah. of. If you have the skills to, you know, to go ahead and hack that in baseball, I mean, guaranteed it, money. It's probably the yeah. don't get guaranteed money in football. No, it's probably the smarter decision. Yep. If you have those Physically. skills, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and you don't take quite the same beating. You know, you just don't. So that's it. That's all you got. Yeah, I mean it's there. Not a lot really happened. I mean, I mean, look back. I mean, we talked about Mackenzie Milton. Yep. UVA. How do you f that up? <coughs> of course they blow their opportunity to beat Virginia. Of course they did. For so, the uh, of course they. Fun did. story because you know we 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 always talk about my in laws being from the Farmville area. <laughs> they were up here for Thanksgiving. Uh, we took them to a local brewery. Mm-hmm. Um, Went out and had a good time, and no TVs in that brewery. They're one of those, uh, you know, 
hang out and play games type breweries, which yeah. is fun. Cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We played Uno, and they were teaching my nephew to cheat by passing him cards under the table. So <laughs> good, good times, good times. Oh, it was that yeah. new Uno, too, with the blank cards where you can, like, set a rule and all that. So uh, there were some weird rules going around. But uh, we finished up, and we ended up uh, trying to go to a movie, and all the movies were sold out because it's thanks. It was Black right. Friday. We ended up at our local pizza joint that we always go to, and uh, they had the Tech UVA game on. And the fourth quarter and <laughs> overtime of that game were just, I mean, not on the seven overtime LSU, Texas A&M level, but just the fourth quarter and overtime of that game were insane. Mm-hmm. And one of the quirks and oddities of the college football landscape because tech won that game and got to their fifth win. They had an insurance policy built in Um, earlier in the season. They lost a scheduled game against Eastern Carolina university because of the hurricane. And they worked a last minute deal with Marshall to pay $1.5 million for Marshall to go to Blacksburg this weekend so that Virginia Tech would get their NCAA-mandated 12th yep. game and hopefully sixth win to qualify for their, what is it, 25th straight bowl, 26th? It's, I know it's, they're pushing the, the – they're, they're doing it to – Beat out Florida State with the uh, consecutive bowl record. Who, by the way, uh, what is this? Is this Florida State's first year in forever that that they're out? Yeah, <laughs> their record, their streak is broken. Six years or something. So like, if Virginia like Bobby Tech Bowden's happens first to beat, year or something crazy, yeah. yeah, yeah. If Virginia Tech happens to beat Marshall on Saturday, their streak will continue. <clears throat> but it was just a really weird quirk of the way football, college football, works now. That. Yeah. You could schedule a last-minute game. Apparently, um, Marshall also lost a game against South Carolina. But uh, South Carolina, so that's how both teams were eligible Mm -hmm. to pick up a 12th game contractually. But uh, South Carolina was bad enough like this year that they didn't bother to reschedule with Marshall. Yeah. So, And I guess uh, the East Carolina campus in the uh, hurricane took quite the beating, so... That's why they didn't reschedule with Tech. So, yeah, I I, I don't know. Well, really weird quirk of college football. I mean, I, I get it, I get it. Uh, I I mean, Tech's not particularly. I mean, they're not that good. No, you know, no. And, no. And, and, and and you know what? If if they continue the streak and they're better next year, in a couple of years, people aren't going to remember what this year was. They're just going to know the streak was intact. If exactly. although it would be fitting. If they did this and then they lost, you know what I mean. That's what would be Marshall next. wins. I mean, every now and then yeah. you get that team that you pay them the big check, yeah, just to show up, and then they collect on it. Yeah, I, th- I think Michigan yeah. understands that too, don't they? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, Appalachians. Yes, yeah. Just saying. That's the most infamous one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I read an article, I want to say, like a year or two ago, and they were revisiting that game. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the Michigan defensive players were like, yeah, we partied the night before, and we were hungover. Oh, yeah. It's your own fault, dude. It's your own fault. uh, uh, That's a you problem. Who was the dude, the Falcons guy, 
back in the uh, Eugene Robinson. Robinson. They got the yes. hooker or whatever during the Super Bowl week. So, so on <laughs> Friday night of Super Bowl weekend, he was given the Humanitarian of the Year award. Oh no! On Saturday night, he was caught with a hooker. And then on Sunday, he got burnt for a touchdown in a game they lost by two scores. Yep. Yep. <laughs> wow. Any and word on if he got burnt set or Friday night? I, uh, the only thing I want to yeah, the only thing I want to know is if he ended up having to get a cream for that burn from that hooker. You know what I mean? But but to be fair, he's now off the hook as the most. Im- Embarrassing, heartbreaking Atlanta Falcons loss in Super Bowl history. This is true. <laughs> Twenty-eight-three. It baby. took him a while, but he, he he got off the schneid. I thought it was great that 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 twenty-eight-three got snuck into so many different memes and different things for like a huge chunk of time. Uh, you, you know, it just yeah. funny. Atlanta's never recovered. That team is no. that team has never recovered from that. And to be fair, while they are outperforming their expectations this year neither is seattle they no. have never really bounced back from marshall marshall, marshall lynch, lynch not getting that, the ball yeah that really felt like a team that was on on the edge of of like a maybe a, a three to five year window where they really because they teased you mm-hmm. with, with that defense and, and <clears throat> wilson's obviously good but i think the infighting the infighting over that Marshawn Lynch and Pete Carroll. It, yeah, it blew it, up over it, that play it, call. It, it really did. It really did. And the, it's like their defense got old, like, rapidly. Quick. It was crazy. Yeah. But it, they also some of that was also injuries, to be fair. Some of the, some of that was just injuries. But, but those, know. those dudes, like, like like you said earlier with Gronk, they, they play hard, man. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's just throwing yeah. bodies everywhere. You're, you're bound to catch an injury here and there. And they caught some bad ones. They did. They did. Uh, I, 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 I'm trying to remember the safety's name. I want to say he's from Virginia Tech. They said they had the neck injury and they had to retire. Um, the I Seahawks. don't remember him. I just he, remember uh, they lost Cam this year, Chancellor. Mm-hmm. Earl no, Thomas. Yeah, you got Earl, Earl Thomas, Cam Chancellor. I, th- it, I think wasn't Cam from Virginia Tech? Yeah, it, it must have been Cam He might have been Cam, yeah. 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 Um. Because yeah, that that core of that team, there was a there was a three year yeah, window legit, of boom. man. Oh my lord, they were good, but it, it's hard. And it's just one of those things, man. It's so hard to sustain that the NFL, the roster turnover. I swear to you, whatever you think your mm-hmm. team is this year, go look at your team two years ago and how much That's different the roster is. It is yeah. crazy. <clears throat> it is crazy. Um, so the NFL is just brutal with these things, and that's you know. It, it's hard enough to win one. It's really hard to win to go to and to win multiples in a small period of time. You ask know, Philly. Ask Philly. <laughs> ask New Orleans. Ask Aaron Rodgers, who I'm sure didn't want to be lumped in with the. You know, uh, probably figured, oh, I'll do better than Brett did. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> I do want it, to. It's t- tough. Uh, go further on that in a minute, Justin. Which one? Uh, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron, yeah. Oh my, well, we can circle back around. It's fine. It's fine. Um, I don't know. Did we leave anything open that we needed to finish off on that? 
I mean, uh, if you want to just real quick on Seattle, Carolina, Christian McCaffrey. Oh, beastly. Uh, Holy crap. Most scrimmage yards in a game by a Carolina Panther in their entire history. I think he's so also just the- to tie it back in here to the sports group. Yeah. Christian McCaffrey helped me beat Whitfield in, in fantasy last week <laughs> by about four points. And I, I actually had a player put up a bagel. And I still beat him. Who bageled, Who bageled on you? 67.2 fantasy yeah. Oh, points. no. He he was. Yeah, McCaff- McCaffrey was yes, an absolute sir. stud last week. Beast mode. Yeah. I want to say he. Um, so I'm going to scroll down and make sure I have this right. I think. Yeah, there it is. First player in, in Panthers <laughs> franchise history with 100 plus rush and receiving yards in a single game. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, he, he was a stud. He was a stud. The Seahawks, by the way, have won five of the last six versus the Panthers in three straight in Carolina. Side note, in the first quarter, the Panthers went for it on fourth and two from the five. In that kind of game, I understand aggressiveness. That's a little – that's probably a smidge early for that. Uh, take the points, dude. Take the points. Yeah. I, I, take the points. Is it me? Like, I, just, I feel old school here. Like, like with Michigan, that, when they scored the two touchdowns and decided to go for two, and I'm like, no, you just got a free touchdown. Take the extra point. So, you know, yeah. And, and earlier tonight, um, when New Orleans had a fourth and goal, with, or it was a fourth and inches from inside the five or whatever it was. And Kamara and got stuffed. It. Yeah, Kamara got stuffed. I was looking at my wife. I'm like, it's like 10 minutes left in the second quarter, and you're down 10 nothing. Kick it. Kick, just kick, take the take three. The You're gonna get you. You got another 40 something minutes to get seven points. Yeah, and just fed into the, the momentum for Dallas. Yeah, exactly. And then that was the one where Dallas took the ball 98 something yards mm-hmm. on like eight minute drive. And I swear touchdown. to you, it feels like when a team gets a defensive stop like that. You know what I mean? That it just sets up for them to be like it sucks the window. Yeah. yeah, let's go. Let's go ahead and roll, dude. It, in, in that kind of game with that with what Dallas's defense clearly showed themselves to be over the course of the game, I'm an advocate early on. I'm an advocate of take the points. I love aggressive play calling. I do, but there's a time and a place, and I think early on, especially if it's low scoring, take the points. Mm-hmm. Go, ahead, Absolutely. go ahead and take the points. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? At least get off the zero. Get off exactly. the zero. You want to be aggressive? You pick your moments to be aggressive. Uh, and, and it's just, I don't know, sometimes it just it blows up in their faces. Uh, side note, Chris Carson, I hope you guys saw this this run that he had. It was in the third quarter, and Chris Carson, like, hurtled and flipped and just somersaulted over some dude, and he stuck the landing. It was fantastic. It was an incredible, incredible run. Incredible run by him. Uh, but I think, really, the takeaway from this game is, that, look, the Panthers have lost, uh, I believe, three in a row. And you have to yes. look at them at this point and go, God, are they going to choke the season away? And for Seattle, it, the back end of the season sets up very well for them. Uh, they have a ton of home games. they got two versus the 49ers. And the Panthers are going to be up against it. And uh, there was a, a little post-game deal, and they were talking to Greg Olson. And Olson's just like, we have to win one. What, what are you talking about? Getting you know winning five or or whatever? We have to win one. They've lost three in a row. They got to win one game. And uh, it, uh, this is another one. The kicker does them in. It, it, you know, Graham Gano missed a, a whiff on a fifty. And granted, fifty two is not close, but right. he missed it under two minutes. Whiffed on that damn thing. 
Should have taken a couple of uh, you know delay games to get it to sixty twos, and yeah, he right. probably would have hit it then. <laughs> yeah, maybe, <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. But uh, you know, Russell Wilson had a, had a couple just incredible throws. He really did. Uh, I think my favorite moment of that game might be the uh, there was a touchdown uh, from Wilson to Lockett, and uh, Shannon. I hope that you saw this. And so Lockett stepped over David Moore, and they completely mimicked that play where AI. Stepped over Ty Lue. Oh, it my was gosh. it was beautiful. If you haven't seen the highlight, pull that highlight because when they celebrate that touchdown, they totally do the AI over to Ty Lue. It is <laughs> glorious. It was such a great callback. I thought that was very funny. That was well done. But no kudos to the Seahawks, man. I, I don't know how far they can really go. I think it's if you're a, looking at them as an observer for what should have been a rebuilding year. Uh, I think they've had a couple of pleasant surprises. And Russell Wilson, that's one of those guys that he can pull a rabbit out of his head late in the game. <laughs> um, Jason I'm just going to say, dude. I mean, like, he, he does some things that you're like, how the hell? Uh, he's got He's got some clutchness in him. I mean, he really he, does, man. I mean, that that's while the team doesn't look great on paper. Like, mm-hmm. if you draw them in the playoffs, you're like, oh, shit. No, I, w- I wouldn't want them out of the. I would not want to see them in the wild card. Uh, no, not that so, I think they're great. It's just that's just one of those teams that can creep on you and randomly stick you. So, so I'm I looking at it them. right now, and mm-hmm. with with the uh, the one game obviously this week that's already been played, the updated playoff picture. Mm-hmm. Um, Dallas has moved themselves into the fourth spot with tonight's win, and the Seahawks are actually projected seventh seed they're they're technically in the hunt but if it ended right now they'd be out so yeah well really? it's, yeah. it's not in right now yeah. and they got two yeah, games. yeah I think they, they, the they need a few the things yeah yeah well, Redskins are six. I, I think we all kind of agree that the seahawks will probably move ahead of the redskins by the end of this weekend uh, yeah probably uh, yeah, yeah yeah well look they, they have san fran this weekend and uh, yeah. correct me if I'm wrong. They have San Fran. They have San Fran twice, and they have Arizona at least once more. Yeah, I've got right. yeah. They, I mean, they have a real easy schedule. Yeah, uh, it's it's San Francisco, and I think four of their last five games are at home. Yes. Yeah, I mean Minis- Minnesota at home. That's a tough at, one, but at San Francisco. Now here's the here's the tough ones: mm-hmm. Kansas City at home, oh, then yeah, Arizona. Yeah, they're they're but not here, they're not. I don't I don't I don't see them beating Kansas City, but but I mean four out of five are winnable. I mean the Minnesota one's iffy, but three for sure. Well, Minnesota is flawed. They are flawed. Minnesota is flawed, so you can get them, and especially yeah. is it? Uh, I think it's Xavier Rosa has a has a hamstring issue. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So um, actually, speaking of Minnesota, mm-hmm. and me being here um they are the um fox game of the week uh minnesota and the patriots at right. 425 on sunday and i have the uh the map up where they color code who's getting the game mm-hmm. uh basically everybody except idaho northern california uh washington and oregon so like 46 states are going to get this game and they should so yeah it, it's going to be should. a good matchup and it's actually going to be the fox crew which is 
kind of weird for a game at Foxborough, but that's that's how the TV contract works out. Foxborough, they follow the road team, yeah. which is yeah. So the NFC crew is going to come into Foxborough, but yeah, that that's going to be for both teams, honestly, because they're both kind of feeling out where they're going to fall in their playoff races. It, it should be a real interesting game this week, dude. Thielen and um, yeah. Um, who, who's uh, God, who's the corner? No, 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 no. Your Justin, corner. Just, uh, our corner. Uh, Gilmore. Gilmore, yes. Yeah, that's going to be your number one matchup right there. That's going to be fun but, uh, to watch. Thielen has been on the injury report, but that might just be more of a maintenance thing. He's mm-hmm. been limited in practice, but that might just be, you know, keeping him fresh. I would. Keeping uh, the mileage off yeah. him. Didn't he, uh, had, didn't he hit his ninth 100-plus yard, like, a receiving game? Yes. I think so, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did. Uh, side note, and, I, you know, I know, <laughs> I guess Whitfield doesn't quite have the gas to keep up uh, this year. That's what working does, Whitfield. Uh, that's all right. The Packers don't have the gas to keep up this year either. Don't feel too bad. I shouldn't say that I'm a Packers fan. I really shouldn't say that. Um, side note, uh, serious question, though. I mean, because this is legit like a wasted year in Green Bay. And look, the, the Packers are zero and six on the road. Zero and six on the road, dude. Wow. Uh, yeah. And one five and one against the Vikings in their last seven uh, last seven meetings. Man, you, that's just not going to get it done. But uh, look, I know Aaron Rodgers had that, it, and it was kind of moderately funny. It's not that he meant it to be funny, but it was moderately funny watching his post game presser as he's talking about how they have to win the rest of their games, to have a chance at the playoffs, dude, dude, dude. Just win the next one, bro. Just win the next one, man. Do that. But I, I just, I don't know. I, I look at this deal, and I, I just, you know, whether it's the offense, whether it's the play calling, whether it's McCarthy, whether it's the relationship, and that's a flawed team. But, man, something is just not right. And So you know, I've heard um, for the first time that, uh, was it the Ringer, I think, had an article today mm-hmm. about is Aaron Rodgers difficult to play with as a teammate. I mean, that's the first time I've seen something like dinging mm. Rogers. Most great. Do you remember when, do you remember when are, Greg are Jennings play with? Do you remember some sure. of the weird stuff that was floating around when Greg Jennings made his exit from green Bay? Cause, cause yeah, was, I just yeah. chalked that up to Greg Jennings being weird. Well, right, <laughs> right, right. But I mean, there was, there were rumblings about that and, Mm-hmm. Um, I, somebody described the relationship between Rodgers and McCarthy as, as it was either um, toxic tension or creative tension. You know what I mean? Like when it's bad, it's really bad, and it was good yeah. even though they had tension. You know they could produce, but that right. you know you look at and I, I look to me, Rodgers is a phenomenal quarterback. He is, mm-hmm. uh, and so you can make an argument about scheme and personnel. Sure, you can. And Jimmy Graham has been largely a bust. Uh, which is unfortunate. I think the expectations for him are certainly much higher than what he's delivered, but he's got a broken thumb. I mean, you know, at this point, it's kind of a lost in the wash, but um, I don't know put how... Put some much, dirt on it, son. Yeah, yeah, put some honey on that bitch. Uh, I I think what's, what's tough is when you look around at, at the way that certain teams are putting their offenses and their and their players in positions to be successful... It's hard to look at Green Bay and their offensive system and what Rodgers should be and can be 
and feel that they're maximizing their scheme and their talent. And I think that's that's part of where the frustration, the irritation really is. You you think of McVay and Goff. You think of obviously Reed and Mahomes. And those are unfair comparisons because Mahomes is completely electric. Uh, and and they have a, just a world of talent in Kansas City. You could take arguably you could take several quarterbacks, put them in Kansas City's offense, and Reed would know how to get a lot out of them, and they would be productive. I still think Mahomes is incredibly special. I really, let do. me ask. Let me ask you this, Justin. Yeah. they had a fourth and inches. You've stupid. got Aaron Rodgers. Stupid. It was a, that was a stupid play. They they call a halfback dive straight stupid up the play. middle. And you take the ball out of your best player's hands. It was a stupid play because if, if I I don't remember where they were at, but I could swear they were on their side of the field. They were. It, 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 was, I mean, it was close to midfield, but it, it was wasn't a, quite there yet. It felt like that was a bad call in the moment, and I could swear the Vikings scored on that drive. They did. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It just it felt like Rodgers wasn't interested, um, if that makes sense. Like if you watch his body language during the game, it just yeah. I mean, he was out there, but it looked like he wasn't interested in the game, and that that there's, that tell yeah. There's been some whispers about the whole team kind of mailing it in at this point. Yeah, and that tells me McCarthy's time is done. Look in Green Bay. Yeah, yeah. No, I think his time is done. If they if they don't bushwhack Arizona, you know what I mean. If, if they don't, if they don't, even sh- then, even then, I, I think that the, the oh McCarthy's gone. Picture of work as a whole this season. No, uh, and yeah, you know, beating Arizona by fifteen isn't gonna. No, save it's his not. Job. But if if they, you know, if their offense is anemic and dysfunctional against Arizona, I mean that's True. gonna tell you True. a lot because that's a sad sack of a football team, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Maybe it's let let Rogers call his own plays. Let him. I, I don't know, man. Whatever the dynamic is, like I mean, there, like there are a couple teams you can look around in the league and you know that there's, there's whether it's scheme or system or talent or execution, however you want to build that case. Like Philly, they're broken. Green Bay, broken. <laughs> you yep. know what I mean? But I would be to me if Rogers has played long enough that if that relationship with McCarthy is that dysfunctional, dude, audible out. Call your own crap. Call it in the huddle. Roll with it. Screw it. You're already – I mean, clearly the fans are going to take <laughs> Rodgers' side. You know what I'm saying? They're not going to take well, McCarthy. Well, he's the highest-paid player yeah. in the league. They're not going to take McCarthy's side over Aaron Rodgers. So oh. you know what? If you're going to middle finger the dude out, you know, don't be passive aggressive. Just be aggressive. Call your own, call your own crap. Run with it. I mean – <laughs> I'm I'm looking at the Dude, Green sexy Bay Rexy, schedule. F it. I'm throwing it deep. Just just go. <laughs> I'm looking at Green Bay's schedule and just just glancing at it, they should win four of their last five games, which would put them at eight, seven, and one. They'll be at the threshold, but they're gonna they're still gonna need help. Right. But Arizona versus Atlanta. At Chicago, I think it's a loss. At mm-hmm. the Jets versus <laughs> Detroit. Historically, they—I mean, at least recent history—they've—they've they've done well against Chicago, but I this this Chicago thing, team I think is pretty good, uh, at least the defense. As long as Khalil Mack is playing, they're pretty uh, good. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I like Trubisky, and I think Nagy 
I, I think they've set Trubisky up for success. I mean, hell, Chase Daniel went in there and had a good game. It's crazy, by the way. <laughs> um, that they could, I, I get the feeling they could actually make Blake Bortles look good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And that's, I don't know if that's possible. Well, let's let's not go with that. <laughs> let's not, not, let's, uh, not uh, just yet. Uh, just a bit outside. That's the where's classic. the wolf when we need? It? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Uh, we'll see. We'll I know. See. I think it's interesting to look at, and and we touched on this earlier. The mm-hmm. Hugh Jackson Baker Mayfield dynamic, and now the. Uh, Mike McCarthy and and Aaron Rodgers dynamic. I think the your cachet in the Super Bowl ring and being oh, that, Aaron Rodgers, it's done. Yeah, it's I, done. I mean Aaron Rodgers, he could pull it off right now, just like coming out and declaring the locker room his and getting Mike McCarthy fired. Could. But Baker Mayfield, as the rookie quarterback, played it the way he was supposed to, and when. Hugh Jackson was in the locker room and he was his coach. Mm-hmm. He he was supportive, but as soon as he left and and he was out the door, he was free to say what he needed to say and and led his team to the most wins they've had in what five years forever. That's what it feels yeah. like with another five games to go. Yeah, I, yeah. I think that it's kind of interesting to see how how that's going to play out in Green Bay. Who are the Browns playing? Are they playing the Texans this weekend? Uh, I think I it's think the, so. I think it's the Texans. I'm super intrigued by that game. Yes, Cleveland at yeah. Houston. Yeah, yeah. Um, Houston minus five and a half. I kind of like Cleveland to cover that. Mm-hmm. And the total is 47. I like the over on that as well. Uh, I would absolutely take. I, I would be. I'm not a betting man, <laughs> but I, if I was, I would take the over. <laughs> <laughs> I really like the over in that yeah. game. Wow, forty-seven for yeah. Cleveland and Houston. Yeah. yeah, give me that over. Yeah, given how tough Cleveland has played teams like Pittsburgh and just some of the teams they've beaten, even though you know, granted, Atlanta and Cincinnati aren't exactly up to par like we were used to. Do not be surprised if Cleveland can eke out a win here. No, I, I like Houston, I, I but wouldn't be shocked. But I, I, think, I wouldn't be shocked by like Houston. Yeah, that, yeah. Cleveland, Houston's I think, is going to put a scare well. into a couple of people late. Uh, side note: uh, This is the first. Or actually, before I even say that, Baker Mayfield. Yeah, I'm still trying to win that bet, Randy. Baker Mayfield, <laughs> the first rookie with four plus, uh, four or more passing touchdowns in franchise history in a single game, Ooh. obviously, uh, for the Browns, which as as old as that franchise franchise is, is kind of amazing. Um, this is the first four touchdown game by a Browns quarterback. Does anyone, anybody want to wager a guess who the last Browns quarterback was that had a four touchdown game? Bernie Testaverde. Bernie or Vinny? I, I, like, I like all of those guesses, and you were all wrong. Wow. Brady Quinn. Yep. 2009. Oh, oh, damn. I forgot. He's on he that there. stupid duct tape list of <laughs> he is on that. terrible quarterbacks. Yeah, he is. He is. Wait, wait. Preseason games don't count, Justin. <laughs> right? Was this in August? Yeah, yeah. Wait, I think it's it was Ken Dorsey. I, I mean, what the hell? I think it was in. It wasn't Tim <laughs> oh, Couch? What the hell, man? Yeah, I, I think this was in Madden. <laughs> I think that was in Madden. Absolutely. Uh, side note uh, Does anybody kind of feel bad for Andy Dalton? I mean that dude gets hurt on the bad snap going over to his freaking head, going 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 down to try to you know jump Feels on top like of the ball. Vu for I him. know, yeah, I know. 
That's it's it's a shame for him. I don't know that 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 franchise is snake bit until they decide to get rid of Marvin Lewis. I don't know probably where he thinks the bodies are hidden, but he he must know the right spot because <laughs> he must. Why the hell else does he still have a job? Oh, I don't know, but I, I, secretly he must have told Hugh as as well where the bodies are. <laughs> right? You know what I mean? It's so weird that he's down there, I'm, dude. I'm just gonna say this. I heard rumors this week that the uh-huh. Bengals like were considering letting Marvin go and hiring Hugh. Go for after, it. I, go after for this it. past weekend, when you saw the Browns players dissing Hugh right in front of the national media, at pass. I would imagine it probably wouldn't have been as severe had it been had it gone into next season and then he joined that staff. But I think to join that staff. Like in season, like he got fired. So, he got fired. Okay, so I he doesn't have to wait to take a job to make anybody else happy. The Browns fired him. My Justifiably thing is, so. As as the Bengals, to just head that off, even if he's on your staff, yeah, you put him. You put him in the booth. He's, upsta- he's upstairs watching these yeah. games against the Browns yeah. this season until you until the dust settles. Yeah, but now that. On national TV, you got the corner picking off a pass and Hilarious. handing it to you like a trophy. And no, no, he's he's his ascension in the ranks and the Bengals is done. They they murdered that last weekend. <laughs> that that's already over. So I don't even know why they. Yeah, yeah. He, it's Vince Carter All Star yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's over, baby. Yeah, or the dunk contest. Sorry, but yeah. I, you know. So, I, I do, I do like. Uh, I, I think you know, we, and we've talked about Cleveland more this year on the podcast than we have in a, as long as I can possibly remember. Uh, I, I, but I think that they have a really, really good, you know, young group of talent. And quite frankly, if you have a dysfunctional coaching staff and a dysfun- dysfunction in front of them, you need to purge it. And that's what they did. So if they make smart decisions from here on out, it's going to serve them well. I don't love Greg Williams. I lived through Greg Williams in D.C. The guy, the guy's a piece of work, but he can uh, clearly he knows how to get bounties on people and he knows how to get people fired up. So it's probably helpful for the young guys. I don't well, know. I don't know that's who you want to be the steward of leadership for your team. Uh, that being said, um, I think there's more discipline from Greg Williams on this team, which is making them play better. Well, you don't have the dysfunction between Hugh and Todd. Correct. You know what I mean? And that that's a big thing. And somebody, yeah. I don't remember who it was, I want to I, I want to say it was Dan Fouts, but I might be wrong about that. So somebody went, and I, I think Dan Fouts went to Hugh Jackson and was like, shouldn't you incorporate some stuff from, you know, the Oklahoma playbook or whatever it was? Shouldn't you bring some of the, the college stuff that he did? Really, shouldn't you bring some of that to you know Cleveland or to what y'all are trying to do? And Hugh Jackson says something like, "Yeah, <laughs> that was like the end of it." Oh my god! <laughs> it was like, oh my god, that, that hurts my head. Is that all you have to say? I um, don't know. So yeah, to, to, but Dan Fouts is not exactly you know Albert Einstein himself. Hey, well, neither is Joe Theismann, but that's neither here nor uh, there. So. Just a Dan Fouts moment. I was watching the game, the, the Pats game on Sunday. It was like the third quarter mm-hmm. and a game that Sony Michelle had 133 yards on the ground by himself. And then, you know, yards here and there from James White and Devlin. And Dan Fouts is still in the middle of the third quarter talking, the Pats are getting nothing from their running game today. <laughs> Good. 
Dude, simmer down, simmer that, down, Dan. There were probably, because it was one of the most highly penalized games of the year for the past, which sucked. So, but Didn't there were the, probably uh... like 50 or 60 yards that he should have had that were called back on flags. Oh, my so God. He, yeah, he... He was going off. Wasn't there some Funko like thing in the first quarter? Because uh, uh, I guess uh, whatever set up Brady hitting Gronk for that thirty-four yard touchdown. It was a uh, third and twelve. Was that a penalty that the Jets declined? Was it going to be fourth and two or something? Was there some kind of penalty that they declined? Yes. Didn't? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They they declined they declined a penalty that would have made it fourth and two, or they no they accepted. Sorry, they accepted a holding. It would have been fourth and two. They accepted a holding and made it third and twelve. And Brady threw a thirty-something yard touchdown to Gronk. How that? How that worked <laughs> out for than, y'all? Rather than fourth and two, make them kick the three. They pushed him back ten yards, and Brady just said, "Okay, there, fine." There you go. Over uh, the top you never, ever, ever, give never give him a second chance. Don't give him extra nope. chances, man. Can't do it. Can't so do it. can't do it. Uh, <laughs> by do the it. by the way, uh, yeah. props to uh, Tom Brady. He passed Peyton Manning for the most passing yards uh, in regular and postseason combined in this game. Yep, seventy nine thousand yep. four hundred sixteen, uh, dude. Yeah, that's a lot of yards, man. So tip of the cap there. I mean, Chris, you and I know we've we've watched those battles over the years with those guys and. Yeah. Um, gosh, I miss those days. I really do. Brady's going to play. It's going to be it. weird when the, the, the current generation, when mm-hmm. the dust settles, when like Breeze, Brady, Rivers, all those guys that are chasing all those yardage and touchdown records right now, wouldn't they, when they're gone, to see who's even going to come close? Well, a, a different era. I mean, yeah. we're, we're, we're going into a different and I, league. And I, and I we're think, going into yeah, a different I league. I think, honestly, people will come close. Uh, because of oh, the of way the, the flags are now. Well, they're going to play longer. You know, they're not yeah. getting hit as much. But, I, you know, I, I swear to you, um, I have a different level of respect for... This is one of the things I loved about Favre. And, it, it is, dude, your home stadium's outside in shit weather late. It's mm. cold. It's snowy. It's crap. And and where you know what I'm saying? Like... I, I, this is I not. Think a, I know where this, this is going. This is not. To, this is not to take it's away. Okay. This, I'm okay. just saying. This is not to take away from Breeze. It's not to take away from you know Peyton. And uh, I, we forgot to mention Mark's Peyton Manning forehead injury tonight. I don't know what was going on with his <laughs> noggin. Um, I think it was just bad lighting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah something. <laughs> Let's hope bad it was just bad lighting. lighting. Yeah. It didn't look purple. I'll give him that. <laughs> it, it, but, it looked black. You know, because Breeze is tremendous, right? Peyton Manning is fantastic. Probably the best football mind of a quarterback. And I really need to watch that. Uh, what's that? What's that piece he does? Like details with Peyton Manning or something, um, where he breaks down like qu- current quarterbacks. I really need to watch some of those. And again, this is—I don't want to take anything away from them, but I think there's something to be said for players that that pile up those kind of statistics. Where they their home games are outside, and they yeah. play the majority of their games in whatever the weather is going to be, because it's different. It's it, different, and you also have the bleed over of people that played through the '90s and the 2000s and a more physical era. And it's it's clear that the NFL is messing with the rules to make stuff more conducive for the offense. It's clear. It's real. It's it's what's right. going on. You know, the game is changing, but we have lived through, we have been blessed to live through Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, well, to live through and to be old enough to enjoy 
Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, and, and start thinking of some of the other people, man. I mean, it, it, we have really enjoyed a great era of quarterbacks. You want to hear something cool? Steve Young. My, my, I don't even remember my, when he retired. My I mean, God. We're, but. we're technically old enough to remember some of the, the, the highlights oh. from Marino oh, and bro. Montana. Bro, and one <laughs> of the Kelly. best ones ever. Yeah, we, we, we Dude, go. Mark Rippin, baby. Where's, my, where's my love for Mark Rippin? Yeah. Oh, good lord. <laughs> um, Andre the Giant was. Hey, man, Andre the Giant was Mar- was ripping a 16 second one. <laughs> <laughs> Shannon, Shannon, I can't believe that we didn't do this for Andre the freaking giant. Are you kidding me? (laughs) 16 seconds, baby. (laughs) I think that was a wrong let me go. I think you needed the the let me poop. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Shannon. So... My very first NFL game I ever went to was 2003, and Chris, you'll you'll appreciate this. It was New England and Indianapolis. Yeah, and I remember was, your story. I remember this it was one. the Willie McGinnis game where he yes, sir faked the injury on third down, came in on fourth down, and stuffed them at the goal line. It was the oh, goal. Oh man, he was hurt. <laughs> he was hurt. Right. <laughs> <laughs> was he an honorary? Was he an honorary New York Giant at some point? Faking injuries? Come on now. No, he 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 has said he was injured on the play, but he just sucked it up and went back in. But my second game I ever went to was the Peyton Manning 49th touchdown pass game against Drew Brees in San Diego. And um, I gotta tell you, like I remember after the the New England game, like we left the stadium and like, we were like hanging out with like Pats fans and we were just like, Oh my God, that was so much fun. And we were all sitting there talking. And then as a rivalry over the years, it was like, I hate you. Ah. <laughs> but, um, I'll never forget when he broke the touchdown record, watching breeze on the field, look at him and smiling and in awe and like breeze just I, I can imagine in that moment took it in and said i'm going to do something with my career and i'm going to shatter this this breeze other than tonight tonight aside but man mm-hmm. that dude has just just reinvented himself and miami you're stupid <laughs> i was about to say yes. can you imagine the way the nfl could have fallen if Saban Saban with college and NFL if Saban had just said you know screw what the physical says we're we're, we're taking we're gonna go ahead and take breeze Mm -hmm. he would probably be a highly successful NFL coach Alabama would be mid-level football and the AFC East and Tom Brady and the Patriots that that would have been a challenge roll Dolphins baby roll Dolphins twice a year he would have had I mean, a little Jesus. Debbie sponsorship, dude. <laughs> I mean, Marshawn Lynch had Skittles. Saban would have been rolled off and in with some little Debbies, dude. It'd have been brilliant. <laughs> well, hell, the Dolphins and Patriots might have beat the crap out of each other for years, and maybe the Seahawks might have won that championship against somebody else. <laughs> this is true. Maybe. 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 See, is that the whole butterfly effect thing? Yeah, it is. It is. You just <laughs> like change one thing. Yeah. 
Uh, side note, uh, Shannon, did you like uh, did you like Le'Veon Bell dropping those hints on Instagram that he wants to play for the Colts? Did you enjoy that? <laughs> um, I, I think it's something that Chris Ballard should explore. <laughs> I I don't know if he's come a on, good man. Fit. You got Marlon Mack, dude. <laughs> you don't know if he's a good fit. That that's hilarious, dude. That, that's good. Look, man, we got over a hundred million in cap space. I think we can find. Yeah, yeah, baby, yeah, Jesus, say, play it coy. No, no, we don't need Bell. I don't know if that's a good fit. Look, come on, man. Look, four years, sixty million, fully guaranteed. I'm down. Wow, I don't know about all that, but okay. Fifteen mil a year for four years gives him to thirty. Let's do it. Now you're sounding like Grigson. <laughs> oh fuck it, Ballard, take over. <laughs> nice. Don't, don't be negotiating contracts like Grigson. Yeah. Oh, I am drunk right now, so yeah. yeah. Maybe that's what Grigson was doing. He probably was too. Oh, he definitely was. He was hanging out. We with know the owner was. <laughs> anyway, he was doing some other substances. Ursay. Oh yeah. Mm. <laughs> Little sniffle, yeah. sniffle. Yeah. Nose candy, <laughs> buddy. That. Hey, look. Uh, side note, and in honor of Black Friday, this is one of my favorite headlines. Uh, this is on Daily Snark, and it said, uh, John Gruden reportedly offering Black Friday deals and all good Raiders players left. <laughs> Are there any good ones left? I, yes. say. I, I loved that. I loved that. I loved. I thought that was hilarious. Side note, very disappointed in Cyber Monday this year. Cyber Monday sucked. I made the mistake of waiting because I was like, oh, no, Cyber Monday is going to be awesome. So, like, I totally bypassed the PS4 deal with, like, Spider-Man. For like two hundred bucks, got the, the not even. It was like a buck eighty, wasn't it? It was, it was two hundred, man. Oh, and so was I was it? like, well, I really want a PS4, but uh, I'm not. I'm gonna wait for Cyber Monday. Yeah, thanks everybody that had the sales for having Cyber Monday suck ass. Appreciate it. Although I did get a couple of one terabyte SSDs, so I can upgrade some crap. I I, I almost started to to buy pieces and parts to build a new computer, but then I was like, well, I'll get carried away and I'll spend like two grand. And Sarah will be like, "What the hell, Justin?" So I decided. Yeah, not- I did about a, about a year ago, but I stopped at about twelve hundred. Yeah, like I could very easily because I I've yep. rebuilt in my same case several times, and I'm ready to retire this case. I just yep. don't want to rebuild in the same one again. Uh, so I'm sitting here looking at this processor and this thing, and there were some good deals. But I mean, by the time I do yeah. the motherboard, the case, you know, the video card, this thing, that thing, that thing, this thing, and I'm not going to go like low end on the processor. <laughs> You know, I was no. like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna end up spending sixteen hundred easy, if not, you mm-hmm. know what I mean, like easy." And I was like, "No, nah, I shouldn't do that." <laughs> so I'm just buying a couple of drives. I'm just gonna up, upgrade some storage and call it a day. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, the computer runs everything I need to. It's not, it's not like I'm playing like rando game on max settings. I don't, you know, yeah, yeah, not not a not a critical issue these days. Uh, speaking of games, Shannon, you'll undoubtedly appreciate this, and I would hope that you saw it. Uh, let's see if this will play. Let's see here. For uh, Thanksgiving and the Detroit Lions and Jeopardy. So, the hat trick of awesomeness, no doubt. Let's do predictions by 2030 for 600, please. As of 2018, this NFC North team had never even made the Super Bowl, much less won it. But by 2030, gotta happen, right? Jay? Who are the Detroit Lions? Yes. Let's do. How is Jeopardy getting savage like that on the Lions, dude? 
Holy damn. Alex Trebek just don't give a fuck anymore. Oh, you know, he's dirty. (laughs) That was kind of cold, dude. That was cold. Mm -hmm. That was cold. Not as cold as the guy that shot his son, you know, with an (laughs) argument about NFL players kneeling during the anthem, but pretty damn cold. How, By the way, how drunk does your ass have to be? What kind of an asshole drunk are you? To shoot a family member arguing about people taking a knee during a football game over Thanksgiving. <laughs> yep. What, what kind of asshole are you? I, I can tell you which way he votes, but um, <laughs> I got to give my brother-in-law props, though. How's like, that? What, for not shooting somebody? I mean, I don't know. Where are we going? Nah, for that dude drinking a case of Bud Light and a six-pack of my Richmond Hardywood Lagers on Thanksgiving. That dude <laughs> drank 30 oh. beers on Thanksgiving. Holy wow. hell. Went to sleep at 9.30 and woke up at 6 a.m. the next day. No hangover whatsoever. Did you say, yo, 30 beers? Was he like 19? No, he's older than me. Damn. <laughs> That's pro grade, buddy. It's pro grade, man. It's pro grade. <laughs> I mean, I give him credit, but Jesus. Let's see what have, what have we not talked about? What's what's relevant that we've missed? Uh, Pittsburgh, Denver, the Broncos, Steelers. Oh, yeah. yeah, there yeah. you go. All right, um, Big Ben. By the way, five picks in the last two games. That's kind of tough. Um, yeah, I, I do think one of the big things to take away from this is how many missed and whiffed and pissed away opportunities oh, my Pittsburgh God. had. Um, you had that in the second quarter. You had Grimble hauling off to the end zone for what looked like was a sure damn touchdown. He get he gets popped at the goal line, fumbles that thing uh, in the end zone, yep. touchback Broncos ball. You probably only see that happen once a year, and of course Bruh, that happens there. If that, Just put yeah. your foot in the ground and go right. That's all you got to do. Hold on to the ball. My God. Just um, spin. Yeah. You Uh-oh. something. Yeah. Hey, or as Shannon as Shannon would say. Do, 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 do. You said balls. Yeah. But they are who we thought they were. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the Steelers do stupid things at times. This was a game yeah. where they did stupid things. This is a game where they and definitely. And then that, that pick at the end. Oh, my oh, God. dude. For Bro. a guy of Ben's caliber. I know. Look. Fat man interception. <laughs> I, I, was thinking, I was thinking he had a. Out of body Blake Bortles experience. Yeah, <laughs> that was a bad throw, bro. Eli bro, Manning was, was like, oh. "How did that happen?" Yeah, Blake what, Bortles. What What was the SNL thing back in the day? Bad idea jeans. Like that oh, was just a yeah. That was just a bad idea. That was just a really bad move, dude. Like, well, it was. what was uh, they? They would say like really ridiculous things. Uh, what was the? I didn't feel like wearing a condom, but I was thinking, when am I ever going to be in Haiti again? Or something ridiculous <laughs> like that. Oh, no. Pretty sure that was one of the lines oh, from it. Uh, oh. It was a pretty ridiculous skit. Yeah. yeah. Let me see if I can throw it in the, the chat real quick. Yeah, By the way, Justin, yeah. um, we actually have audio from uh, a coach after the game asking Ben, how, how do you mess this up? <laughs> Coach oh, Tom. Here, here you go. Here you go. Here you go. How do you fuck that up? How do you fuck that up? Bro. 
Uh, look, Pittsburgh does Pittsburgh things. So they give you something that's ridiculous, and then they give you something that's fantastic, and then they give you something that's ridiculous, right? You get the weird grimble fumble. You get the, the then they give you a fake field goal that they pull off for a touchdown to tie the game up. Yeah. Um, and then you have that whole uh, Big Ben under duress in the end zone, thrown off his back foot. You got a 97-yard touchdown to uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, and, and Juju dropped in a nice stiff arm just for good measure. I, I loved uh, hearing people struggle with describing this play, and they were like, it's the longest, it's Juju's longest touchdown since his last 97-yard touchdown. <laughs> good Lord. <laughs> I thought that was great. <clears throat> My goodness. Well, and like last week I said, you really couldn't sleep on Denver's defense, and I wasn't lying because they I, definitely – Who was that? They, they, Randy, was that – did you have Amari Cooper? Did we play each other in a league last week, and you had Amari Cooper, and I had yes. Juju Smith-Schuster? Uh-huh. <laughs> that's that's fantastic. <laughs> that's great. I'm, I, I could – I mean <sighs> – I know. You know, it's fantasy, isn't it? It's fantasy, know, right? isn't it? By the but, way, but, by the way, I hate your face for having the only worthwhile Saints anything from the game tonight because you played this damn Saints defense in our matchup. That was the only good thing that happened tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Uh, yeah, way to go, dickhead. In, in another league, I'd like to thank my opponent last week for sitting Amari Cooper, Ezekiel Elliott, and Dak Prescott. Thank you for that. Oh, my God. Someone just failed to love him. That's terrible. That's terrible. So, so with Pittsburgh's loss, not only did uh, obviously you know Ben have a nice little not so highlight real play, but they knocked themselves out of the two hole into the number four hole in the playoffs. Oh, that's, that's a big drop. Yep. That, that's a big drop. That's Dude, a, that's a big drop. And it, they and got, they still have to play New England. Yep. Yeah. The, hey, New England, oh, here have the number two. Oh no! Anybody, anybody oh, have their schedule up? Have you seen Pittsburgh's schedule? Yeah, it, it is brutal. It is brutal. Yep. Yeah, now, yeah. Th- this 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 was a a terrible game to give away. I mean, good for Denver, good for Denver. Night, uh, like Case Keenum had some nice moments. He had that running sidearm throw to Emmanuel Sanders in the end zone that tied it up seventeen seventeen. Uh, side note: James Conner, bro, you've had a pretty good year, dude. If you're gonna try to rock some weird Madden truck stick whatever move, can you <laughs> hold on to the damn ball? God, you had a big game going on. And that ball just goes flying out of there. Like, that was crazy. Gave the Broncos the ball. Philip uh, Lindsay punched that thing in the end zone after the recovery. That, that kid was fun that, to watch. Dude, Lindsay's a baller, by the way. Yeah, I enjoyed watching yeah. that kid. Yeah, play. I know. We talked about the fat man interception, but that's a small man. Like, that's a, that's a tough running small that's dude. A tough kid right yeah. there. Yeah. Lindsay's absolutely legit. But on that last thing, man, that third and goal. Big Ben not only bumped into Connor, that was what I described in my notes as a WTF throw, but we have to give credit to Shelby Harris. Fine, he got blocked back into it, but he jumped up and he took that damn thing to seal the win. You know, mm-hmm. and I, I what I, I will say, one thing I didn't like, and I like Roethlisberger. He's an interesting cat. I mean, at this point in his career, I like Roethlisberger. I thought he was a bit of a... Uh, he had some issues early on, but... Interesting dude, but what one of the things that I'm not real fond about with him is his proclivity to like totally throw people under the bus in this weird passive aggressive kind of crap that he does. Yeah, and it's like, yeah. dude, you threw the ball, bro. Why are you talking about AB's route? <laughs> Your throw sucked. Your throw sucked. Yeah. How, how did how did you not see all the traffic in front of you? That ball wasn't getting there. 
No, it was like there. three orange jerseys. <laughs> and and Roby would have intercepted it himself if uh, mm-hmm. Shelby hadn't got it. You, you By did. the way, Justin, just yeah. a quick question. Yeah. Did, did, what was the guy who intercepted Shelby Harris? Shelby Harris. Did he get the Titanic treatment at all? Do you know? I, I don't know, but God bless. That dude deserves this. Let me, let me read you a line from him. We'll, we'll play the Titanic music in the background while we read this, okay? So, Shelby Harris on the interception said, I gotta prove to everyone that I have the best hands on the team. On his first career interception, which came 48 hours after he missed Friday's practice for the birth of his daughter. Dude. Maybe Roethlisberger didn't see him, Shelby Harris said, but the ball saw me. Hell yes. <laughs> Shelby Harris, the only defensive lineman that'll ever get the Titanic treatment on the sports Probably. <laughs> it was a great play, dude. It was a great play. It by was. Him. Great play by him. Happy for him. Happy. That's for why him. they always say for defensive linemen, get your hands up. Get your hands up. Put your hands up in the air. Whoop, whoop. Uh, by the way, I want to personally thank Eric Ebron. Uh, side note, how? Dude, 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 dude. How was Eric Ebron so worthless in Detroit with Matthew Stafford? And he's like just a freaking touchdown machine with, with Andrew Luck. That, Andrew Luck in a, in a tight end friendly system is a beast. That guy has been reborn. In, in the, in, side note, I feel bad mm-hmm. for Jack Doyle, by the oh, way. Oh, dude. That's, yeah. a, that's a shame. For, that, that guy can't seem to stay healthy and stay on the field for anything. I thought Jordan Reed was injury prone. Jesus Christ, Jack Doyle. Good God. Or as I call him, Jack Daniels. <laughs> he needs some. He needs some JD. But Eric Ebron, bro, woo wee. That's Ball. okay. Indy's got uh, Mo Alley Cox and uh, uh, the, who's the kid they just picked up? Clive War- Warford. I don't know. You're the Colts fan, know. dude. I don't know. They, they've got a, <laughs> a whole influx of tight ends, so they're good. They have a crap. Of, oh, oh, I get it. I get it. I get it. Andrew Luck retired from being a wide receiver. He hasn't retired from being a wide end. Uh, a wide end. A wide <laughs> A tight end. Oh, hey now. Woo! Oh, Lord. Hold oh, on. Where is your mind? <laughs> Maybe don't start off the night with the hundo. Hey, well, tight end. Well, he would be a white tight end. He's a white end. <laughs> Oh my lord. File that under Ooh. pinching off a loaf. Oh my <laughs> Hey man, Shannon, Shannon. Just ask Rick, Rick Patino. He knows about that. The white end? Hey, just the tip, baby. Hey, just the tip. <laughs> wow. Oh god. White end. <laughs> the white end. <laughs> oh my god. The Caucasian Cougar approves of this message. <laughs> uh, See, L- Lindy, I told you I wasn't drunk enough early on in the night. I didn't have enough to drink. Now the stupidity comes out. You get late enough. There we a, go. A little All bit right. of booze in you, and you get the stupidity. That's what happens. <laughs> it gets late. You get you get a little bit of the booze cruise on you, and then here you go. Mm-hmm. The white end. Who knew? Uh, in an attempt to right the ship. You know, Shannon... I think you should enjoy your week game this weekend because, you know, it's the Colts versus the Jags and Cody Kessler. They have officially benched Bro. mortals. 
<laughs> and Leonard Fournette is suspended. Yeah, that, that should be a dub right there. There you go. Should be. Yeah. How, how, quote, quote, should be. Man, that uh, three-year, $54 million contract extension is looking good there, Jacksonville. Good job, good effort. Good job. Uh, right now, the Colts are... Six and five and seventh in the AFC pending this weekend's games. So, anyone you guys can get right now helps. I told you guys at the beginning of the season, I said my, my only goal was to aim for Andrew Luck to play 16 games and be healthy by the end of the year. I did not expect them to be in any type of playoff contention. Nope. And uh, <clears throat> this is a pleasant surprise. As long, I mean, as, the, as long as the Jets keep losing and we keep getting a good first round pick from uh, them, yeah. Which I mean, really, realistically, you're you're looking at probably the wild card. So I uh, mean, yeah, we. But we, the Chargers are they're they're ahead. They they're eight and three in one of the wild card spots. But the Ravens are six and five. I don't yeah. know how they're ahead of you guys right now. Maybe head to head. Did you guys play this year? No, I think it's like AFC record or something. Yeah, okay, currently yeah, right yeah. now, Baltimore has the the tiebreaker over Indy, Indy based on their best win percentage in conference games. Okay. So yeah, it sounds like you're chasing Indy or chasing Baltimore down for that sixth seed. Uh, and look, I'm, we make the playoffs. We make it. We don't. We don't. It's no really big deal to me. Oh yeah, uh, especially if you get that Jets pick. Yeah, as long as the Jets keep losing, I mean that's all that matters. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if Le'Veon Bell is saying he wants to come play in Indy, I mean they'll, <sighs> I'm sure they'll figure that out. And <sighs> I know, dude. <laughs> we we need a running back. I mean, like I like Marlon Mack, but if we could get Le'Veon Bell for whatever it's going to cost, plus I mean. What you needed was a run defense. If you had that about four years ago, you probably wouldn't be in this current position. Well, I mean, and we wouldn't have allowed that one kid to get his 201 yards, four touchdowns. Jonas game, Gray. And then get cut the next week because he was late to a meeting because he thought yep. he was Never played again. in the league again. That's hilarious. No, nah, dude, I, I'm. I, it's, a, it's a pleasant surprise, to be honest, you know. And I it's, think the, yeah, I think both sides, AFC and NFC, is going to be an interesting stretch run these last five weeks. Oh, and absolutely. Kid Darius Leonard, we got in the third or fourth round. I think it leads the NFL in tackles mm-hmm. at this point. I mean, that kid. Oh yeah, you finally got Grigson out the door. There, there's like actual decent drafts going on now. <laughs> preach, brother, preach. <laughs> yep. I, mean, I, I want, I want a banner Malcolm that says I want a banner right yeah, I want a banner in that. Indy that says we fired Grigson. I want that to go up. That would be awesome. So awesome. I mean the only time I'm gonna bring it up, the whole deflate gate thing was nothing more mm-hmm. than Indy and Grigson covering yep. for Grigson's failures two years in a row to put together any sort of defense that could stop New England's running game in the AFC playoffs. And Chris, you, you I know you heard me say it. It was forty-five to seven. They, they forget about it. It they, didn't matter. They they put the fucking good balls back into the game in the second half, 
and New England still scored 28 it, points. It, exactly. It didn't matter. It was 45-7. No, it didn't. Seven. It didn't. And <laughs> you, you know, as hey man, as, you as much as I like the, the Colts, good balls, yes. buddy. The oh. good balls. Hey, where are the white women at? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> they are who we thought they were. That, that, that was embarrassing to me as a Colts fan that they would try to pursue that, and I'm just like, no. Nah. No, it, it was it nah. was crap. It was crap that was then. Embarrassing. It was crap then. It's crap now. And uh, karma caught up to everybody. Yeah. I'm done with it, dude. Yep. Do you know how much I raged about the Flategate? Oh, I know. I I, I, I listened. I was so annoyed at that. I don't think Mark quite agree with me. I really don't. But I was super annoyed. I thought it was the biggest so, bunch of crap. How that was come, embarrassing. How come the uh, Eli Manning selling fake? game worn jerseys and helmets wasn't more of a deal even though it actually went to an actual federal court before (laughs) it was appealed all that way there were like literal criminal charges brought but it was just swept under the rug because it wasn't it's manning because it's because it's the manning family that's why well yeah archie said you know let it go no, that that thing was crap too (laughs) yeah look lindy What are you doing, man? (laughs) What are you doing, bro? What are you doing, man? We're trying to wrap up here. (laughs) Much like the the Redskins versus the Cowboys on Thanksgiving, nobody can freaking wrap up. What the hell? (laughs) Anyway, bad joke. Yeah, they just uh, hit Jordan Reed in the head and get away with it. Bro, bro, I, we didn't really talk about that game, but uh, I swear to God, given all the weird calls in NFL this year, I mean, you had Clay Matthews farting on people and he was getting flagged. How on earth did did Jordan Reed get hit in the freaking face? Get in the head, in the head, in the face. I, look, the Redskins earned that loss, okay? They earned that loss because they tackled like shit. And... and <laughs> They earned that loss. But how in the hell, at the end of that game, when they're staring at a backdoor cover, well, I guess there's your answer. How did mm-hmm. how did Jordan Reed get hit in the face? All right? I haven't seen somebody get hit in the face that blatantly since some of those porn videos back in the... I mean, that was a facial. <laughs> Damn. That dude got a football facial. Nothing gets called. Nothing. Zero. I I was dumbfounded when I watched the replay. I was like, "Are you kidding me?" It was right there in front of the ref. I mean, it was blatant. That was a really bad reference. I apologize for that a moment ago. (laughs) I'm just saying. But I mean, seriously, I mean, the dude got hit in the face, in the face mask. I don't remember what what defender it was, but I mean it. How on earth is that not getting called? How is that not getting called, dude? I, I Dallas, guarantee you. Dallas I guarantee had another one tonight. I guarantee Jalen Smith you. nailed Camara. Yeah, no, he led no with call. his helmet. Yeah, he let, no call. It was right on the side of his head, and you, all of a sudden you just watched Camara just Yeah, poof, it was a sideline play, and you could see, yeah, Camara was, like, staggering. And... I mean, it might be one of those ones where they, they, they cut the fine check after, but it didn't get flagged during the game. And at the time, that probably could have turned the game, much like on Thanksgiving. Well, 
the Redskins at least would have been in position to cover the spread. So nah. it's one of those things that becomes a point of curiosity for the NFL conspiracy theorists out there. And maybe Eric Reed will get another drug test just for fun, by the way. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, seriously? Backdoor cover gets hit in the face, no flag. Nothing. Yeah, that's... Nothing. Nothing. Look, they earned that loss. They they, they, they made too many mistakes. You know, I, like, I'm not even bitching about... I mean, I'm bitching about the loss, but I didn't think they were going to win that game. But I thought they did Jordan Reed dirty. They did. They did Jordan Reed dirty. They, they failed him. They absolutely failed you him. You know, and, and I was extra pissed because that's a guy that's got an injury history. And to take one in the face like that? Come on, man. Yeah, that's... It's like, nah, dude. I mean, if we're talking about safety at this point in time and uh, in the NFL and... If you're gonna you let, let that, that, if you're gonna let that go, if you're gonna let that fly, if you're gonna let somebody like steamroll and and stick their hat right up in somebody's grill, don't talk to me about player safety, dude. Yeah, I mean, it, Gruden was pissed, <laughs> and uh, you know, I don't have the articles in front of me. It was last week, but I mean, the refs were like, "What are you talking about? We didn't see anything." I mean, come on, dude. You got you got a mile wide jumbotron above your freaking domes, man. Come we got on. the freaking mob. Get out of here. Referees, I mean, Stop. we didn't see anything. I don't know what you're talking about. Dude, if they if somebody had tattooed Dak Prescott, Amari Cooper, or Ezekiel Elliott like that, they would have saw that damn thing. Oh yeah. That was a terrible call. Like I don't think it changes the out the final outcome of the game. It does it does change the spread in all likelihood. Uh yeah. It changes that. But I still think the Cowboys win it. Boring. I mean, there's no, there's no Brunel and Santana Moss. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That was crap. I was pissed. Uh, side note, and I meant to do this while DStat was here, but uh, we have to give uh, Philip Rivers a little bit of love. It was the Cardinals. 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 <laughs> but uh, a dude went, uh, it just, it was lights out, man. It was lights out. First half, he was 19-19 for 187 yards, two touchdowns. Had some tough throws, dude. And a lot of those receivers were making toe-tapping, sideline catches, bringing those things in. It's not like he was doing some dink-and-dunk cheapies. He went 23-23 and 23 to start the game, the most ever. And he went 25-25 of 25 to tie the most consecutive completions record held by anybody know who held this record. Because I wouldn't have guessed this in a million years. Phil, Phil Sims? 23 and 22 to start the game, which is the most uh-huh. ever. And then during the course of a game, he went 25 of 25. Oh, uh, you know what? Year. Oh, it's yeah. somebody obscure and dumb. I heard it the other day during. Give us a year. Uh, yeah. yeah, give us a year or a decade anyway. Still active. Still active. Okay. Mm-hmm. Damn. Still active. Do you want to do you want to do you want to do you want a, uh, a division hint? Sure. Hanging out with the uh, hanging out with the Patriots, AFC East. Tannehill. Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill. Damn. I would never have guessed that dude in a million years, and that's the guy that had that record. <laughs> so bizarre. Well, not anymore. Well, well yeah, not now. <laughs> uh, Rivers finished with a, uh, a twenty-eight of twenty-nine. 
So just over 96% for 259 yards, three touchdowns. And again, it was against the Cardinals, and the rules are a little bit different. But that, that guy was on point. He had one throw that was a little off, and that was the one thing he missed was actually a, a, a short throw, a little check down dump off to Eckler, and he missed that thing. Uh, I don't know if that was broken around or what, but, I mean, he was lights out in that game. Uh, well, Car- he didn't miss when you get home because otherwise the baby well, number 10 actually he's got enough kids he, say he, he, yeah, miss. He, he can miss this one yeah that's fine uh, Cardinals Throw by the way away. had 149 total yards total 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 <laughs> they're uh, the fewest since 2003 mm. uh, but we will as we because we do need to wrap up and get out of here uh, Larry Fitzgerald by the way got a touchdown early he is the second player in NFL history with 16,000 receiving yards, trailing only, of course, Jerry, Jerry Rice. Rice. But kudos to him. And a little tough break for the Chargers losing Melvin Gordon. Yeah. Uh, on the, with the MCL sprain. We'll see how, how much time he misses. But certainly I would expect him to be out this week and probably next. But, uh, you know, Eckler's a good player, and then we'll see what, uh, you know, what their running back depth is like and how they split the carries up. But that's a shame. Look, uh, Gordon, who has a little bit of an – I think it, you can say at this point has a little bit of an injury history, averaged 125.5 yards per game from scrimmage, top five in the league, and he represented all, almost a third of the Chargers' offensive production this season, 31.2%. So – that that's a tough guy to replace. I like Eckler. Yeah. Eckler is not Melvin Gordon. Well, they're but, currently hanging on to the fifth seed, but yeah. we'll, we'll see what happens yeah. now. Well, they got Pittsburgh, so we'll see if <laughs> we'll see what happens. I mean, it's going to yeah. be one of those things where yeah, this, yeah, this, this, right. this is all playoff positioning yeah. now. So it is, it is, it is, and and uh, they've got to, and they they're only a game behind Kansas City, so this is a real big opportunity for them to. Oh, huge! Stay, dude. It's huge to to keep pace with them and potentially knock them out of this the one seed, possibly. Not saying it's going to happen. I mean, I know it might hurt you to hear this, but you know who would move up into the number one seed if if Kansas we City all, slips. Yeah, we all know who's going to move up. Okay, all right. <laughs> so just, just just making sure that you just making sure that, you, that you guys are all aware, bro. All aware until, until the stake is driven through the heart no. of New England, no. we we know they're around. Until Brady is elected senator from Massachusetts, we know that he's still a threat. Even then. Right? This is this is the Patriots' time of year. This is when they actually put it all together and they make their push. Yeah, their injury list is slim right now, not compared to what it was earlier in the year. They're healthy. If they get healthy, they're going to be a buck 33, dude. Oh, and they get Rex Burkhead back. He's yeah, back. Burkhead came back. Oh, yeah, so look old Burkhead. Yeah, well, they so you, stashed him on the IR, uh-huh. so this was his like last week. They were yep. eligible to put him yep. back in. They got a lot of bo- dude. They got a lot of bodies, yeah. man. So oh, if, yeah. if they if they can give Tom a clean pocket, man, uh, and keep him relatively upright, you know, and don't use and him as a wide receiver, then no more. Don't don't send that guy. Stop. Oh. And for stop. the most, uh, yeah, stop. I know. I watched him trip over the the stop. lines in in Nashville and drop that ball. Ugh. Or no, he caught it and then yeah. fell like three yards short of a first down. At least he didn't get blown up like Luck did. Jesus. Well, yeah. And, and uh, for the turf monster got him turf, before. Uh... Turf monster. Yeah, yeah. Luckily, the chalk tripped him up before that happened. <laughs> was was it Eric Decker when he was with Denver a few years ago, where he was like just trucking down the like the field, like he had like nothing in front of him except end zone, and the turf monster took him out. 
Yep. I believe so. I think so, yep. yeah. Oh, that's great. Uh, side note, since 2000, Team Belichick is 10-1 following a loss of 20-plus points. Yep. More relevant, I think, since 2015, when Gronk has at least one receiving touchdown, the Patriots are 19-1. and one. I know he's missed a lot of time, okay? But if he's on field, he's playing. If they can feed him, sets up well for him. What was it? Uh, Brady, Gronk, and Edelman have been on the same roster since like 2015. They've played in 16 total games together. Which, which, is, which is amazing. In a, yeah. Well, yeah, when I mean, you see them all three healthy yeah. and what they can do, could you just imagine how much more they could have done if they were all healthy at the same time? Plenty. Just you know, all yeah. I ask at this point is just the th- you know, I want everybody to draw attention so they can just throw the ball to Josh Gordon a thousand times. That's all I ask. <laughs> That's all I ask for my fantasy football season this year. Go ahead, man. <laughs> uh, I got I got Shannon this week in my matchup. Oh man! Yeah, yeah. Trying to lock down that number two seed. Keep keep Matt Field from getting it, dude. Just let me sneak into the playoffs. That's all I care about. Yeah, That's I just don't. I, I just don't want Matt to get a bye week, man. No, I don't. I don't think Matt's going to get a bye week. <laughs> oh, he nah. might if I lose. If he nah, wins, no. It, well, it depends on it depends on points. If y'all end up with the same record, it's head to head and points. Yeah, well, I beat him head to head. Well, so. then if you beat him head to head, if you beat him head to head, then you have the tie break. Cool. Um, now go ahead and rest right. your players. They need it. <laughs> See, go ahead and beat Shannon because if you beat Shannon and I beat Justin, I sneak into the playoffs. Uh. <laughs> hey, 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 fuckface. Hey. Hey, hey, speaking of fancy, Justin, yeah. uh, Darren Sproles practiced today. So. Okay, I got to pick him up. Utility. <laughs> I know that's your guy. That Justin is smart. I've, I've had Sproul. I've had Sproles. Uh, let me tell you. I think for the past, I don't know, fifteen years, I have almost every year had some combination of Tom Brady and Darren Sproles. I was like Shannon with Manning back in the day. <laughs> yeah. As soon as the draft was over, he'd like offer you half his roster for Manning. Yeah. If you if he didn't draft. Do him. you remember when uh, everybody used to to pick Brett Favre in front of Whitfield on purpose when he during the drafts? This was <laughs> yeah. A, now Lindy. we, de- we yeah. Do it yeah. Lindy, this was a real thing every oh, year. I, I'm absolutely pe- people on him. purpose would even if they didn't need him, even if they didn't want to take somebody right then. <laughs> When it was Whitfield's time to draft, they would totally, if, if there was any way, shape, or form to prevent him from having Brett Favre. And we do, we do, we do it with Aaron Rodgers. True story. But he, he's lived through that for, you know, 20 years now. I don't know how long we've been playing in these leagues, but everybody loves That's to brutal. fantasy cock block him. It is incredible. But nothing, nothing, nothing will top last year when, when he only carried one quarterback. And he got hurt. I don't even remember what quarterback he had. He got hurt. Wentz. Wentz. And we yeah, wavered. We the entire league picked up every single available quarterback worth anything. Worth anything. It was funny because uh, we were talking about this pre-recording, but mm-hmm. I was ninth. My season was already done, so I just dumped everybody that wasn't going to be on the field and had five quarterbacks mm-hmm. on my roster. Yep. Just so he picked up he everybody. Picked up. It was great. Oh, he was pissed. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, carry a backup uh, quarterback in fantasy. Just trust us, guys. Or else you'll end up in a league with a the league of extraordinary assholes is what we were. <laughs> that should be our that should be the league name next year, man. The league of extraordinary assholes. And uh, we to- yeah we totally fantasy cop blocked the hell out of that guy. That was great. Oh, he was pissed. Oh, he called me bitching. It was so funny. Oh, it was so funny. Anyway, look. It's three Joe Webb, baby. Yeah, Joe free Webb. Joe, look, free Joe Webb. That <laughs> one was Webb. also that one was also great. I, there was one year I forget the whole setup with everything. Actually, Shannon, you have one of these too. I think you yeah, were, you was, were playing, um, and I think you were in Kentucky, weren't you? I and was. It was one I of those was, weird games, and uh, uh, AP was going to be out, right? It was AP and uh, I believe Favre when they were in Minnesota. Both mm-hmm. were going to were injured and were out, and. Matt, it was if you've ever done the sporting news back in the day, back when you had to pay for their league for the year or whatever, and you if you won the league, you got fifty bucks. But I kept the scoring system, blah 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 blah. But Matt had gone undefeated in the league, and apparently was talking to Justin a lot of shit about everybody in the league. He and, was, and it just so happened that he got me. He had the bye week, and then had me in the semifinals. And I had a lead on him, and then I just happened to be sitting around watching Sports Center before the game, and they're like, "Oh, Adrian Peterson's out, and Brett Favre's out, and Joe Webb's going to start." <laughs> so I'm like, "Oh, really? Cool. Let me log in real quick and get Joe Webb on my team, so that Matt has no chance to catch me tonight." Are, now, are, are you sure? I thought I had Joe Webb, and you picked up AP's backup. No, no, Joe Webb was available. Was he? He was available. Justin, you did Joe Webb in Yahoo. Oh, yeah. You got Joe Webb last year. So we both Joe Webbed him? (laughs) Wow. No wonder he's so salty about Joe Webb. No wonder he hates Joe Webb. (laughs) Jesus. So I remember they had him listed as a quarterback. Was it quarterback wide receiver or was it quarterback running back? We fantasy double donged. You do, you, do, you do realize that, right? You guys are Joe Webb Eskimo brothers. <laughs> oh my God. Hey, look, man, it's the white end, buddy. It's the white end. The white end. <laughs> so I, I pick up the backup running back for Minnesota and the quarterback, and he got nothing. I, I get a call from Justin. Justin's like, dude, Whitfield is pissed. <laughs> <laughs> and I started laughing. I'm like, dude. I, all spare and love and war, baby. And fantasy. And fantasy. Too bad. Too bad. That's funny. <laughs> Too bad, so sad. Seeing the oh championship next week. That's yeah. when you and I were in the seventh, eighth seed in the p- money league, and people were pissed off that we made the finals. <laughs> oh, you know, that was great that one year. Yeah, that yes. I forget what year that was. We were the seventh and the eighth seeds. Because I like the 18 playoffs. In our 12-team league, I prefer the 18 playoff. The money league. The yeah, money the league. Money yeah. league. I, I prefer the 18 playoff. Cause uh, I, I I don't know, and pe- you, can't, you can't make it. You can't make everybody. People bitch about something every single year, man. You can't make everybody happy. But um, yeah, we we got into the playoffs as the seventh and the eighth seeds, and we ran the table, and we went all the way to the end, and we were in the championship game together. And people, some I think I think Mark got knocked out. He, his team was bullshit that year anyway. He had he had the he had the luckiest fucking schedule, man. Swear. Um, and there's always, there's always that, there's always those teams, man. They're great in a regular season and then they, 
and once the playoffs hit, <laughs> mm. yeah, yeah, that happened to me quite a few different yeah. years. But I, yeah, some people were pissed, dude. We totally, we totally like ran roughshod <laughs> over everybody in the playoffs. <laughs> the seventh and the eighth seeds like destroyed everyone. It was great. I don't know what year that was, but man, that was fun. Of course, the one through six seeds were all whiny and pissy. I and- know, I know. Well, you know what? That's why. That's why people were like, "Oh, too many teams made the playoffs." Well. We went to six teams, but then we get a rivalry week, and everybody has to play each other. So, and then people still complain. You can't have it both ways. I would, I would rather just do an eighteen playoff, and everybody, you know, the the the, the good teams are in because you, you you cut the fat, you trim the fat off of the bottom four, and you just go at it. Yep. You know, look at our league, dude. The 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 eight, the top eight, everybody is cl- other than Mark's brother Matt because his team is ridiculously good. But everybody else is clustered within two games. Everybody's within two games from the two seed all the way to the eight hole. Everybody's within I, two games. Dude, I hate it when I score the second most points in a week and I still eat the L mm-hmm. to that dude. I know. Oh, my God. I understand. That's that fantasy, sucks. though. I know. It's fantasy. You man. had the chance to pick up a quarterback to stop him, and you chose not to. Oh, Jameis Winston? Yeah. I didn't think – I thought he would pick up somebody else. I didn't think he would pick up Well, it's because Justin was like, bet on it, Colt McCoy. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking it would be Colt. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was thinking it would be Colt. I didn't think he'd do Jameis. But he Although didn't. I was to, – to be fair, I had the 12th waiver out of 12 teams, so it wasn't like I was going to get him. <laughs> no, but whatever. Anyway. Anyway, okay. Uh, we, need, we need to wrap up. We, we it's do. 337. It's late. Yeah. Ooh. We said, hey, it'll be 2 o'clock. We won't do 4, and it's 3.37. Thanks. The sports group always take the over. In my opinion, that sucked. Holy (laughs) cow. Thanks, Coach. Yeah. Every time, buddy. Every time. That's all right. I still have half a beer. I'm out, dude. Oh, my God. Anyway, now let's get out of here, man. Let's wrap up and get out. Look, enjoy the uh, conference championships and have fun. Certainly, uh, Alabama-Georgia, man. I think that's just where it's at. That's mm-hmm. going to be the throwdown, dude. I'm super intrigued by that one. And, bro, the NFC East. Can y'all figure this out, please? <laughs> I'm just saying. Can somebody no. just win consistently? No, yeah, just somebody. Hey, even if really want any, Dallas, any, anyone other than Dallas, <coughs> can we bring Arizona back into the NFC East, please? <laughs> hey, <laughs> at least yeah. that'll be some easy wins for you. Yeah. <laughs> Bringing it old school there. I don't know who on earth ever decided that Arizona deserved to be in the NFC East, but I do remember that. <laughs> I don't. Know. Wasn't How- that back when they were like Phoenix? Yeah, yeah. Well, well it started so. because they were. Um, or was it? Were they St. Louis? St. Louis. Yeah. Yeah. They stayed in the East, even though they moved to Arizona. Yeah. Either way, they were yeah. there. And the, oh, yeah. there was one year that Boomer Esiason dropped like 500 or 550 passing yards on the Redskins. I remember that. Man, I hated that mofo on that, on that game. <laughs> I hated that dude. Hated that dude. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Bring him back. Bring back the Cardinals and bring back the uh, – and I still tell you, this is this is the way to do it. Don't add an extra game to the schedule. Add a second bye week. The NFL did it in the early 90s. There were two bye weeks. They did yep. it. They did it one year. 
and people always forget it. There was one year where teams had two bye weeks. Bring that back. That's yep. don't add a don't add another game. Don't add another game. Don't add two games. One game, two. Don't do it. Make it an eighteen week season. Have two bye weeks. I'm telling you, it would. It's a pain in the ass for fantasy players, but that's how you stretch the season out. That's the way to do it. Look, the sports bureau has great advice. We advocated for an 18 college football playoff. That's what it's going to be. And we're advocating for two bye weeks during the regular season in the NFL to make, to stretch it out another week, to make it feel like an 18-week season. Teams will be better. People are going to be happier. Oh, and while we're at it, F Thursday night football and F games in London. That stuff's (laughs) crap. I should, I should not have to plan my fantasy for 9 o'clock Sunday freaking morning. Dickheads. No. No. Anyway, I'm just kidding. Well, Wait, hell, there was, a, there was a London game when I was in Vegas, so how do you think I felt about that one? Oh, Jesus, oh man. Dude. Like, you're, <laughs> you're, you're wrapping up Saturday night, and you're like, oh, there's a game starting? <laughs> Pretty yeah. much. What the hell, dude? Jeez. Anyway. All right, uh, Lenny, man, thanks for hanging out tonight on your, uh, man, I don't know. What, what do you consider this? It's my mancation. I'm mancation. between jobs, technically. I start the new one Monday morning. When was the last time you were up till 3.40 in the morning, dude? That damn Red Sox World Series game. There you go. <laughs> there you go. That, that <laughs> help you out. Yep. I know you have 15 Dunkin' Donuts within walking distance of you, so you're probably going to be fine. Just don't take the train, the one that derails. <laughs> don't do that one, okay? <laughs> don't do that. If there's a train that derails, I hope it's sponsored by the Mets. <laughs> <laughs> hey, any, anything point, though, they are in the middle they are in the middle of pulling off a trade uh, oh yeah they're getting diaz and cano from the mariners yo, the only trade that matters this past weekend is kyle freaking corver baby yo to the <laughs> jazz <laughs> the only trade that matters oh my god how old is that dude 30, 38 36 37 yeah. old Go Utah. Anyway. He can make threes. Yeah. Yeah. So they say. Anyway, I know let's wrap up and get out of here, man. No, it was, it was good hanging out, dude. Thanks for uh thanks for jumping in. Sorry that we kept you up all extra late. No um, problem. <laughs> Shannon, it's good good to chit chat. Randy, uh quality as always, and Mark's the only one of us that got any rest. <laughs> that's all right again like the giants didn't show up in the second half what do you, what do you want no. i mean all them touches in the first half i know i know <laughs> what are you that gonna do well played Justin. there it is man I, i'm just saying bro i'm just saying man you know corber is 37 hey yeah old enough i'm just glad that you know, some of us can finish. Some of us are man enough to finish. <laughs> oh, damn. It, it, I'll probably just have to listen to next week's episode, but I'm sure it's going to be good. I don't know. Oh, no, all, all kidding aside, no, it's good to hang out, good to catch uh, up, man. Look, enjoy the weekend, have fun with the football. Uh, thanks for sharing a couple of beverages along the way. Look, from all of us to all of you, enjoy the weekend. Whether it's college, whether it's pro, or whether you're out in the backyard just throwing some bags, dude. Uh, Have a good time. From all of us to all of you, enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the football. And we will catch you next week. And I guess the last thing as a sports brew PSA, do not name your child 
Do not name your child A B C D E. I don't care how you pronounce it. I don't care how you pronounce it. A B City, Absidy, A B C D E. Don't do it. Don't do it. Because if you go through the gate of the airport, they're gonna look at you like you're an idiot. They're gonna look at like look at you like you're an idiot. And there's a misprint. Don't name your kids chunks of the alphabet. Okay. Don't do it. Because it'll mess up their lives too. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's it's just not fair to the kid, man. No, it's not. I'm not I'm not saying that the you know that the airline employee should have laughed, documented it, and stuck pictures on social media. That was a bad idea. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. But why <laughs> but why? Why hey, on earth? Take it take it from Christopher Robin. Ab City Ab- gets laughed at. At the gate. <laughs> AB, Absidy, ABCDE, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> it's it's a bad, I don't know how drunk you were. I don't know what kind of bad bet you lost. That, bad idea. Bad idea. Bad idea. That's not fair. Mm-hmm. To, that's not fair to the kid. Not that's not fair. All. That's just not fair to the kid, man. That's just not fair to the kid, dude. No, it's not. <laughs> Don't name your kid crap like that, and don't let them be Cowboys fans or Kentucky fans. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> or actually, you know what? You can, you, you can be Kentucky fans. Don't be UNC fans. Don't do there that. There you go. Don't do that. Because there's no way, Absidy, you can't shake that off. That's that's a that's a life sentence right there, buddy. <laughs> You know that's a failhorn fatty in the making. And on that note, on that note, on that note, yes, sir. On that note, it's time from all of us to all of you. Enjoy your weekend. We will catch you on the flip side. Peace out and good night now. <laughs> oh my God, we did a three and a half hour podcast. I see all of you. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I think it's me. It Two is weeks you. in a row. Two weeks in a row. Three and a half hours is that's a big one. That's a big one. <laughs> that's what she said. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> hey. <laughs> All right. Late.